Hello. Hello. It sounded like you tripped over two or three things to get to the <laughs> mic. <laughs> I was across the room when I heard the call come in. What were you doing across Jump. the room if you said I'm ready? I wasn't really across the room. I didn't have my headphones on. Oh. So <laughs> I didn't say I was ready. I said I was here. This fucking table's a mess. I can't find my notebook. <laughs> oh, damn it. To clean up. Yeah, I should. Put away some comics. Aha, uh, found it. It's right near my Ren and Stimpy number one. Ooh, valuable. Hell yeah, it's got the stinky cart, the stinky scratch and sniff too. Ooh. I didn't know about that back in the day. I don't even know what year that came out. 90s? Uh, I don't know, but it was really well done. <laughs> I read it just recently. They they nailed the... the characters. The characters' voices. See, if you watch the show, you knew like how they talk and it's how they're written. Yeah. Yeah, it was Dan Slott. Um, 1992. Hmm. 92. I was just a young boy of. Yeah, 92. I was like, I would stay away from this shit. Like, why? Why do I want a Ren and Stimpy comic? It's not Superman or Batman or Avengers. I don't care. Yeah, did you watch Ren and Stimpy? I did. Yeah. But I, I, I didn't really give a shit about licensed properties. I'm like, well, I can just, I could just. Watch I just it. watched the show. Yeah, what do I, what do I need the comic for? Yeah, I guess all the logic made sense back then. <laughs> and now, now I've reverted, and I, it doesn't make any sense. Like, and now you're going back the other way again. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's full. It just goes round and round and round, like a wheel, for every season. Turn, I'm gonna try turn, something turn. really interesting on like the next previews. I'm gonna say. I'm going to, like, throw a number and say, don't buy any more number ones above this number. And, <laughs> and, and pick, like, okay. I'll write down, like, everything I have, and then I'll, like, rank, rack and stack them, and then, you know, only buy those yeah, that... Prioritize It's going to be rough, because they're... Usually Image lately has been like, oh, I can miss this, I can miss that, but... A lot of this, this previews is kind good, of good, good stuff. Well, well, it, more in my wheelhouse than in your wheelhouse. More superhero image stuff. I like superhero image stuff. Yeah, but you like I don't get the, more. I don't get the radiant stuff though. So if there's any of that, I'm safe. That sounds like it's a new universe. So. Oh, I need to pull up previews now. I just started looking at it last night. Yeah, I got mine in my DCBS order. I'm supposed to be getting another one, another uh, package today. If they deliver, they switched back to UPS, thank God. I don't know if it's a temporary thing or... Yeah, I'm not sure how... I mean, FedEx. They. Thank you, Barb. I, I'm glad I have an editor because <laughs> I would literally sound you like a total idiot. 
You didn't sound like an idiot. It was just well, like, I always sound like an idiot, especially on Twitter. It's like, Barb was like, do you just realize what you just said on Twitter? Like, <laughs> your grammar's all like shit. It's not there. It's there. <laughs> it's... Yeah, that's Twitter, though. Who cares? Yeah, I don't care. It's because I tweet. I text usually. Well, I usually tweet on my phone, not at a keyboard. And so I, your, yeah, I, fault, I type more thing. like smart on a keyboard than I do touching a keypad. If that sure. makes any sense. I should just do the what my my boss does. He like he uh does it all through voice his texting. And yeah. he puts punctuation in there, you know, like exclamation port. Da 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 period. <laughs> like the good old days. Yeah. I have fond memories of so my father was an engineer and he used to have to write papers for I don't know, proposals or whatever. But back then, you know, there's no such thing as personal PCs or whatever, so he just had to dictate everything into a yeah. oh, into a like dic- a, a dictaphone thing. A dictaphone, man. You're old. You're dating yourself. <laughs> Holy crap! Is that what it was called? Have uh, you ever used a recorders. dictaphone? Mm-mm. One of those little recorders. So he would always put in, you know, comma period. And he would do that every night. You would hear him. Writing, writing stuff, but not actually writing it, and then secretary pool at work would would, would listen to it and listen to it, and yeah, and it would have the Scripted. punctuation in it. Yep. Yeah. The good old days. The bad old days. The good old days. There are a lot of number ones. I'm just scrolling through this. Look too bad. There are a lot of number ones in, in there. I thought Dynamite had a lot of number ones. Uh, Dark Horse had a lot of number ones. Yeah. Other than that, it was pretty average. Yeah, I, I went through... Mostly I just looked at the back half to kind of see what, what was what, and it didn't look like it was too crazy. So hopefully I'll, I should be able to keep to my new target goal. Be careful. What is Barb doing? She's trying to move a huge stack of comics. No, I had to send stove. you a, a picture of our new fridge. It's uh, two ice coolers. Well, one's an ice cooler and one's a Tupperware thing. You send it to me? Yeah, a picture of our new fridge refrigerator. Yeah. Where'd you send it to? No, I, I didn't send it. I said I should send it. Oh, you should send it. Yeah. That's why I haven't got it yet. What kind of brand did you get this time? I heard your refrigerator died. It's an igloo, and it's called an igloo with ice. You got an igloo? You're putting your food out in a bag? Yeah, in an igloo with ice. That's good. How how often do you have to refresh the ice? Uh, The new igloo says five days, but the the Tupperware thing is in sad shape. I, I pulled the Dr. Pepper out of there just now. And uh, it was all melted. Son of a bitch. Well, enjoy your new life. Yeah, I was still cold. I'm still 
drinking a cold Dr. Pepper. I just. So I saw you say your refrigerator died after not that many years. Yeah, it was like five years, five and a half. So we had a five-year <laughs> warranty. <laughs> and it's, it's like on one of those engineering oh, timers. Yeah, it's that, got a timer Oh, you've exceeded five years. I'm going to die. I'm going to melt the, com- the... But the compressor was under warranty, which is the main part, Okay. for 10 years. So now they just have to send us the part. And then... <laughs> oh, so uh, just replacing your uh, compressor. Yeah, and then getting... I guess there's a huge demand for refrigerators, like well, not refri, just appliance repair in general, because like getting on the wait list is, you know, you're two weeks out, unless you luck out and somebody cancels and you get that spot. Yeah, I wonder what why that is. Are more Probably people... because people are making shittier products. Because our first fridge, it was still working when we changed it out, and that was like over. Shit, I, man, we've been in this house for a long time. At least I, I can't remember. Since 96, I think. Mm-hmm. 95? That was our second fridge. Oh, we had two fridges? <laughs> I was going to say, I was going to say, I was Where did the other one come from? <laughs> did our apartment originally have a fridge or did we have to buy one? And then we bought one? And then we had to buy another one. That yellow one was our second. Uh, see, my memory isn't as keen. I just, uh, I guess we've been through three fridges, but this was the, this was by far the worst. I don't know why the the the, fir- the first one died, right? So we lost one before. The second one was just time to get like a stainless steel fridge. Yeah. And and to have the ice maker. And um, which yeah, I enjoy you, the you I, I, I I really enjoy the ice maker, yeah, especially sure. because Barb makes tea, and we need the ice maker to make tea. Yeah, we uh, we've replaced our refrigerator once since we've been in this house, and we've been here for almost twenty years. So, and the 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 first fridge was here was here when we moved in, so I don't know how old it was. Yeah. But our new refrigerator, the the ice maker broke like within like the first like couple of months. So you did did without it or what, or did you fix it? Oh no, you you could have that under warranty. Yeah, it was under warranty, so they we just had it replaced, and that was they just took the whole thing out and put the whole thing back in, just put uh, a new one in. So yeah, that wasn't a big a deal. I was uh, glad that it broke. But this quick, guy, quickly. This guy that ex- assessed it was like. Uh, what are all these comics all over the place? No, I'm just kidding. He probably thought that, but he didn't say anything. But <laughs> he doesn't want to offend you. Yeah. Well, not that that would offend you. This motherfucking hoarder. He's like, <laughs> like oh god. No, he, he was a very polite young guy. I I would say in his twenties, maybe late twenties. Mm-hmm. Um. And by by fixing it, I mean it's gonna save us at least three grand, if not more, because we, you know, if we bought the warranty, then it would throw in more. But because it's like six hundred dollars, and then we were gonna have to pay a hundred fifty for the just for him to come out and assess it. Well, a hundred and nine or whatever the hell the cost was. Yeah. And 
that's waived, you know, towards the repair. So it's got to be like 600 bucks versus like getting a new fridge at like four grand. But the new fridges, at least the stuff that Barb read about, they have a diagnostic that hooks up to your phone. Like LG has like, well, they have the our new washer and dryer. They're like hooked up to Barb's phone. So like she knows, they, I don't think she can start and stop stuff. But she knows the status, like, oh, my wash is done, done yeah. and all this stuff. Well, the new refrigerator has diagnostic thing on it. So hopefully it'll tell you, like, like if we're we're away on a trip, your compressor just fucking went out. Like, not not that we could do anything about it, but we would be be aware of it. That and this is what your new compressor has, or that. New, new no, the new have... new new refrigerators have diagnostics. Okay, but you don't have a new refrigerator. No. Gotcha. Yeah, I like that. What about the refrigerators that tell you like you're low on eggs? Those smart ones. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how those work, but I I've seen the video fridges. But you have to have put stuff in stuff. the same spot, probably. It's so probably those... like by weight, and then you say, "Okay, this weighs this. Is that how many eggs you want?" <laughs> That's just too much technology for not enough gain. Yeah, I. Barb. Yeah, has a yeah. Comment. No, she's she's not talking about the smart like you're talking about she's talking about that you can see the contents of your fridge by looking at the display no oh, yeah, you're yeah. he's talking about the features that tell you you're low on eggs or you know you're you, it'll tell you you're, you need to buy your, orange your milk juice, is or, expired <laughs> do you want us to call amazon and order you a crate of cheese because you like 25 packages right. of cheese parmigiano or reggiano is on sale bill bomer your beans are running out because that's all you fucking eat <laughs> you're gonna die it's time to make more chili you're gonna die and your family's gonna die if you don't get these beans in because <laughs> that's all you so the, eat beans aren't in the fridge though or fish you're running <laughs> out right. of fish your fish supply is low would you like me to order more fish sticks? <laughs> mm -hmm. But like our fridge died on the day we came back or close to it. It was, it had weird shit going on when we came back because it, there was like frost in the fridge and all kinds of weird shit that we never okay, saw so before. It, yeah. It'd be going on and off or something. But it was still cold like for a day. And then it just, it, it like crashed hard. Like, just stop being cool at all <laughs> then you had to eat then you had to drink gallons of milk we don't we don't really keep a lot of, of milk and she took the milk to her work and then took all her eggs to work um which she's gonna have to bring back at some point but we bought a little uh cubic three foot fridge which yeah. we're, we're gonna load to d today and We'll at least have that. And then like a college fridge? Yeah, it's just one of those cheap-ass cheap, cheap -ass fridges. And I don't remember how many hours you have to let them run for, before you put food, food in, but I yeah. remember it's close to half a day or something like that. At least for the big fridge it was.
I guess so we'll do... find out. Yeah. But 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 mo we're still gonna have to use. Like they can't come out till the twentieth. That's a long time without a fucking fridge. Is so, that because the service part of it, or the part itself? Well, the part delayed? the part should arrive Thursday, but then we can't get a appointment until yeah. the twentieth. But he said to keep calling if because he says a lot of times people cancel and say fuck it, I'm just buying a new fridge, <laughs> or you know what I mean. You know, I'm not I'm gonna buy a new dishwasher so. I can't do it. I can't wait. So he says that happens a lot. They cancel and then it opens up. Like so this, this, this appointment we got scheduled really fast because there was, there was one that somebody canceled and we got in and he came and hooked up. Pro his, for the assessment one. Yeah. yeah. He said you need a compressor and you need to replace this and this and it's about an hour and a half job. I thought it was gonna be a half hour job, but uh. I guess if I had time, I could order a compressor and figure it out myself. Yeah, I replaced. I might not have. I might not have. I might not have the right equipment or the right tools, but because I, I don't know if there's like any like proprietary piece, but I would think it'd all be standard, like to get oh, to the, it. The tools, yeah. yeah. I can. I replaced something on my refrigerator. I don't remember what it was though. I think maker. it was something to do with the ice. <laughs> <laughs> well, we replaced the the replaceable stuff, like the filter and the <laughs> yeah, the, the water filter and the the air filter and all that kind of crap. And those are expensive too, because you know the fridge will tell you, hey, you need a new air filter, and it's based on time. Yeah, I think I replaced the motor in the. Ice maker that turns the thing. Oh, look at you. Something like that. Maybe you should something. fly down here and just fix the damn thing for me. <laughs> the pressure seems harder, though, but I guess it probably isn't. What's the whole what's the whole fucking... I asked him how long it takes. He said about an hour and a half. That's pretty long. Probably because, yeah, probably to get to it, you have to take apart a bunch of stuff. Yeah. That would be my downfall. That's right. I have to take lots of pictures as I'm taking things apart, so I know how to put them back together. <laughs> yeah. Because I've learned in the past, I've taken stuff apart and I've been like, "Oh shit, where did this part go?" <laughs> so now I just take lots of pictures. Technology. Yeah, and I could have just bought a fridge. I mean, yeah, I would have been three three thousand down, but since it was still under warranty, six hundred yeah. versus. 3600 is i guess a good ratio if i could live off of a a mini fridge and an igloo for for a couple of weeks yeah you'll live yeah we we could just keep minimal i wish we could just throw out like most of the stuff but there's i like to drink a lot like juices and stuff and it sucks that part sucks just drink water fuck you i don't want to drink water (laughs) i can drink water yeah it's healthier it's healthier that's what you say it's time for the switch all the pieces of plastic you get perfect opportunity to cut all that sugar out of your diet (laughs) perfect opportunity it's not sugar it's diet Perfect yeah, opportunity. You mean the aspartame? Cut the aspartame. To cut all out. the yeah chemicals out of your diet. 
Says the guy who's drinking a fucking cheer wine right now. You son of a bitch. I'm, right now I'm drinking coffee. Later I'll be drinking yeah, a cheer. Yeah, coffee. yeah. It, that's not water. Oh, Either, ne, neither one oh, of those is fucking water. <laughs> so, so what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Coffee's basically water. Just no, it's not water. Oh, you're so full of shit. Bean juice in it. There's that. There, you're so full of shit. That's not even water. It has water in it. It's mostly water. It's ninety-nine percent water. It's a colored water. So is fucking crystal light and tea. It's there's no fucking difference. There's a huge difference. There's chemicals. There's no chemicals in my coffee. Yeah, there's chemicals. You Except get all the chemicals. fucking spray that they sprayed your coffee with <laughs> to keep the bugs out of it. Yeah, but that's in the air though. That's in the water probably too. So. And then there we my we know from Barbara's work how organic things really are. So it's like fuck fucking yeah, you go to your organic section and buy your organic bean and you're still getting pollutant. Well, the problem with organics is they still, in a lot of cases, use pesticides that are just, quote-unquote, natural pesticides, mm -hmm. which aren't tested by the the, the uh, FDA. Yeah, and you have that in your system. It's probably fucking your backup, and you don't even I don't, know. I don't, I don't get organic stuff. <laughs> No, you get more. you get the regular pesticide stuff. So it's, you get stuff. you get the, the 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 fucking round round out roundup shit. Yeah, round they up fucking fine. spray it with roundup. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, it's good. It's so enjoy box. enjoy your cup of roundup. <laughs> this this has been sponsored round by coffee. roundup. <laughs> you're very you're very defensive of your crystal light. I am very defensive of very you attacking what I'm drinking. <laughs> All I said was you it's a good opportunity. It's a perfect opportunity. Have Crystal you ever just drank water? It's fucking boring. Like it's, it, it's, it's so refreshing. It's so delicious. It's refreshed it's after so... you exercise and stuff, but then it it gets boring. Any time day. No. No. That's well, all the kids drink is water. Send your fridge over, and you can have a, my igloo and we'll talk later but what do i do but no because i need somewhere to put my veg fruits and vegetables you don't eat you don't can fit. do without fruits and vegetables <laughs> <laughs> i guess i could just eat canned fruits and vegetables yeah you can just eat canned processed Yep, eat all the metals that are leaching into yeah, the... Yeah, all the metal and the preservatives that you get. <laughs> that's really good for you. Uh, so suck that's that in salt. Yeah, so much, as I'm salt. drinking my Diet Coke. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Healthy Pants. <laughs> I need to. Hey, when I'm 70 years old, if I live that long... Wow, you've really lowered that from ninety. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Your pro your I'm projections. <laughs> what you you like saying? Well, shit, I feel like shit worse yes than I did yesterday. I'm exponentially dying. <laughs> sure. My uh, X redate is yeah, so exponentially coming down. It's no longer linear like a, a gradual. <laughs> it's fucking exponential. That's right. Bill, birth, death. It was a straight line. <laughs> It was yeah. going, 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 and now. And now it's whoosh. Whoosh. That E to the whatever, it's going pretty high.
I figure if I live to 90, I'm not going to be healthy at 90, no matter what I do, so. Why do you figure that? DNA. Oh, so parents, based on parents? Uh, not really parents. Just based on being a human and are based on the uh, amount of decline the body does once you pass 40. <laughs> well, it depends on what you declare healthy. Like if you're healthy and you can sit in a True. fucking chair with the remote control and drive yourself around the house, that's pretty healthy at 90. And if you can like get up and True. down from the all, toilet. all relative, yeah. Right? I mean, it's all relative. If you're in constant pain, that's that's fucking different than like if you're miserable yes. because you're old and everything's broken. That's different than oh, I just have to, I can't walk anymore or I I can't do X or Y, but I can still be comfortable. If you can be comfortable at 90, that's pretty good, I think. Shit, if I'm comfortable at 70, that's a good thing. <laughs> You set a high bar. Yeah. Well, I gained like fucking. I, I'm losing it again, but over the trip, I gained like four pounds. It's like goddamn, just eating all the time. Too much good stuff. Yeah. It's chili on this and chili on that, and uh, get another turkey helping and. With chili, oh, there's the a nice pumpkin pie. The stuff under the chili that's the problem. Yeah. Oh, pumpkin potatoes. pie. Yeah. Good stuff. Fries. I love my red chili on mashed potatoes. That's like a That's like my Thanksgiving treat. That's what you look forward to all year. Yeah, it's one of those glorious. Like I I don't know if I would be as glorious if I had it every week. But because it's like once a year, usually, maybe mm -hmm. twice a year, it's uh, a really special thing. It's kind of like eating turkey, I guess, because we don't eat turkey that often. Well, that's not true. We don't eat like a bird. Like we a don't whole prepare turkey. a whole turkey bird. We might go to a restaurant and have a turkey plate or a turkey sandwich. Most, you know, that kind of sure, stuff. Sure, sure. But you're not going to buy turkey lunch, turkey lunch meat, yeah. Barb's turkey came out really good this year. She did all the fucking work. I just peeled potatoes. That's all I did. Were you at, uh, which side of the family were you at? We stayed at her mom's but i spent about equal time at my parents i mean for the meal itself uh well was that that was at uh we ate at barbara's aunt's okay that's where she was cooking well she cooked at her mom's and then took it to her aunt's her answer gotcha one of her aunts is like over 90 and over 90 that's fantastic yeah well, she she has trouble seeing now. She has to use a magnifying glass. Yeah, I'm almost. She there sleeps. She sleeps like the majority of the day, but is up like for you know I don't know four to five hours a day. But 
she's very her spirit is still there like she'll amazing she'll tell you you're making something wrong or i'm not gonna eat your (laughs) i'm not gonna eat your food if you prepare the tamales like this (laughs) a matter of fact she she was adamant when we were there is there's there's three sisters barbara's mom and then her two aunts and then she's got an uncle and then all the her the brothers on that side have passed but um they so so ray is the only uh male that's alive on my uh barbara's mom's family immediate family mm-hmm. and then she's got two other sisters and they're all stubborn like they 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 quarrel like <laughs> like trying to get one of them to use a walker and stuff is like a fight and like they need like bars in the 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 bathroom and st- stuff for handicap and mm-hmm. my aunt fought it tooth and nail and one day they just said fuck it we're gonna put it in there and not tell her and then she was like man these bars are helpful <laughs> so it's like <clears throat> they're, yeah. they're, they'll fight stuff like tooth and nail like Barbara's mom will say, I don't want to look on the walker because I'm not old. And I'm like, yes, you are. <laughs> I said, I'm old. I'm so almost on a walker. Old, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, well, as you get older, you sometimes change that. But your body knows you're fucking old. Like, I, I know my body's old. I can't do stairs like I used to. You should be able to do stairs. Not carrying long boxes and short boxes, I can't. <laughs> it's like carrying Fucking... long boxes. <laughs> yeah, I can't. Wait, was I carrying long boxes? No, I, I, carry, I can carry short boxes down to the basement. Well, when we long had box... that fl- that flood in the Dangerous. basement that time, I did like... And you are younger back I then. Did, you know, I was younger, <laughs> but I did like fucking 40 long boxes and... Oh my god. 20 minutes like i just a poof up and down stairs poof poof yeah, the adrenaline going and i was on. like all the adrenaline yeah i was like bill, <laughs> i was like bill Bix- bixby and fucking the incredible hulk you know yep. it's like all this adrenaline power yesterday and then I, a couple weeks later i'm looking at my belly button and it was like fucking i'm ready my belly button popped <laughs> oops and it didn't hurt and i went to the doctor and he said you got an umbilical hernia yeah do you have to have surgery for that? Yeah. So they patched it up? Well, they have to put that put it mesh in there to keep yeah. it. Yeah, seal it up. Yeah. I've had... I'm... I'm uh, my genes have a lot of hereditary of hernias. Like all so my uncles weak, and... Yeah. You have weak uh, abdominal muscles? I guess. I, I had two hernias as a child. That's why you've never groin. had a six pack. I guess I guess I I like fucking was taking a shower once I guess and my what well, came out of the shower like when I was four or something and my dad's like, well that doesn't look right, <laughs> and uh, you're fucking going for surgery and you don't really know what that age what why the fuck you're there. Yeah. So your enti- so your uh, abdomen is is mostly 
Like if if they if we took off your skin, it it's would got be mosquito. Like a patchwork, it's a patch a of mosquito netting. Of, yeah, it's like nuts. I could be like the fucking superhero, the Patchwork Man. <laughs> but on the plus side, nothing's getting out. That's right. Maybe you mosquitoes. Just told them the last time. Just say, just put a net over the whole thing. <laughs> just see my intestines. Net that fucking <laughs> thing in. Net it in. Doesn't need to. Yeah, stitch it, it up. Need to come just out. sew it in. Seal it up. Make sure the meshes can be stretched, like really big. <laughs> I'm, planning on, yeah, I'm, I'm planning, planning on getting on. a lot of fucking weight. <laughs> so yeah, put in the stretchable kind of. Stuff. <laughs> yeah, you know the, that stretchable stuff you put in pants now, dress pants. <laughs> I want that fucking thing in my mesh. <laughs> Yeah, but I finally got to go to these sales that they have at this. Um, my first comic book store was Don's Paperback. Oh yeah, book I heard exchange. you returned to your uh, childhood store. And I'm on the their email list, and they only open up there. There's there's a, the bookstore which is open all the time, and then there's a like a a building next to it that they only open up like I don't know maybe six times a year and I never can make it and I didn't even know what it was or how much they had or, or what I've seen them at conventions so I kind of could gauge they have some good stuff but yeah I went and they had a, a, a small room with a bunch of like Silver Age stuff which was cool mostly Marvel and DC but it was good good stuff so in, in my effort to like not go nuts anymore, I I've told myself a couple things. Well, just focus your collection. Like every year, you could say, "Oh, I'm gonna finish Doom Patrol and My Greatest Adventure or whatever," and make make like four titles that you're willing to to buy stuff on, and and don't go beyond that, you know. Mm-hmm. And and so far I've been pretty good because I've gone yeah, to that and I went to the mall yesterday, and uh, I mean yes there's some, there there's always an impulse buy like anytime I can run across a Dobie Gillis comic or Ooh. a Bob Hope or any of those things I buy them because they're just you you don't see them in the wild very often. Yeah. But yeah, I, I picked up a Dobie Gillis, uh, another Doom Patrol, and. Um, the first series, Doom Patrol, mm-hmm. and what was the other one? Uh, oh, it was uh, Challengers of the Unknown, but it had the Doom Patrol in it. It was a two-issue crossover, and at Dawn's, I had bought the first part or the second part, and this was the first part of the story, so I, I was able to pick that up. And then I picked up a. I was I'm really close to having a full Captain America run, so I I I, mm-hmm. I bought some more on there. Probably what? less, I probably about a a dozen or so left from completing Captain America. So was this a, the same dealer as that was there last time, or? Yeah, at the mall. Yeah, that guy yeah. was there. He had like some Golden Age books there, and I was like something's weird like it was like all american comics number 14 or with you know golden age green lantern and 
he had a a doll man comic and uh, mm-hmm. uh what was the other one i can't remember what they were but i was like man these look fantastic and i went and asked him and i said where what are these because they can't be real because the the prices on them were like 40 okay and they were like reprints from the 70s that some guy did um he he just randomly got i guess some kind of license where he could print some golden age comic books and they look like the covers look exactly like the the comic but the interiors are black and white I think the Indishis Indishi said like 1973 or something like it, but they were really cool reprints. But I looked at what he was asking for them, and then what I saw on eBay, and I was like, oh, he's he's like ten dollars over, so I I didn't get them. But there was some good stuff. There was an exciting comics that I was willing that that I looked at and I was like, oh, I'd have my first exciting comic outside of Antarctic. Mm-hmm. But I decided to say, uh, I was very good with my discipline so far. We'll see when I do my new previews because it'll be my second month in a row. But cutting back, <clears throat> those I, uh... I, I just get extremely discouraged unboxing my comics and seeing how much I'm not reading to how much I'm getting, you know, and then like how much time it's mm-hmm. taking. And I'm like, shit, I, I could be reading more and I could be moving to a less weight solution. Like I could almost read the entire Marvel and DC libraries online, like with mm-hmm. the stream, with the, yeah, with the app. And now that the, <clears throat> they have DC ultra, it's like a one month wait. That's it. Wow. And you and you can get everything. Yeah. So I was pretty good with my DC. Like I, I was always proud that I had almost every DC comic since 1973. But as of last month, yeah, the, the streak is gonna was broken. Yeah. But I mean, it's still fair because you could still have every DC comic from whatever 73 through whatever date. <clears throat> Yeah, whichever date I started. Yeah, you cut your cutoff date, so it doesn't yeah. have to be. Yeah, ever since. Cause, yeah, clearly at some point you, you're not going to be able to do it anymore, so you might as well stop. Well, I, I just get ahead, discouraged you know, how much. The other thing that's so discouraging is how much I'm paying for rental space. Yeah. And it's just like. I have too much. Like, I gotta, and I gotta start selling shit soon. Like, especially the toys. I mean, you wouldn't believe my toy collection. Is you know, that's so funny that you say ridiculous. that. Ridiculous. It's so funny you say that because that's I've been thinking about that recently. Like just yesterday, I was thinking about. It. I'm like, because I, I watch like there's like toy hunting videos like on YouTube. So like toys are really really popular right now. Yeah. I'm like, you know, I got boxes of toys sitting in the basement. That I don't do fuck shit with that are just sitting there. Yeah, it's like, why don't I just sell them? Because I'm sure there's stuff in there that's worth like 100, 200 bucks, you know? Yeah. It's like, why don't I just sell those? Because <laughs> at this point, it's like, well, because I always had a plan, you know, at some point I'd have them all on display. But it's like, 
I don't, don't have, have no more room to display. Yeah. <laughs> I have some toys on display, but I'm maxed out. So. Yeah, and I have like all the Bowens, all a good portion of Bowen statues. You know the busts. And yeah, guess, and those, guess those what, 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 value. Well, guess how many are on display in my in my living room. Twenty. Zero. <laughs> right now, all that's on display are all my Eagle Moss and my DC okay. Cover Girls. Yeah. And some DC mini busts. So. And I have my huge Hercules statue there, next to my Frankenstein Green Bay Packers uh, statue. <laughs> but that that Hercules one is a beast. <laughs> he's he's huge, man. Can imagine. <clears throat> that that was probably the probably the size that the Beta Ray Bill one that I never got was because and I never got it because it was too damn big. <laughs> Well, I have two really big statues. One is that Hercules, which the the cover girls are pretty big. They're they're about twelve inches tall. Yeah. Um, maybe ten inches. They're they're close to twelve inches. But um, Hercules is almost like fifteen inches tall, and he's pretty wide, and he's a full statue, like from foot mm-hmm. to to head, and. Yeah. Uh, I have a Flash one where Flash is standing over a full-scaled gorilla Grodd, and he's like, you know, defeated Grodd, and that's another big beast <laughs> that I have that is not on display anymore. But uh, I have some big ones, and I have all the DC, <clears throat> almost all of the DC direct like action figures. Mm-hmm. In containers. I never opened up shit. I I have a few Marvel Legends that I have opened up just because they're fucking so awesome. Like, that's my favorite toy. Like, everybody talks about McFarlane toys. Like, they're so well... They look so good. Mm-hmm. They're, but the, the, the Marvel Legends, like, you can articulate the fuck out of them. And they look badass. Like, you can bend them any way you want and... They're just highly posable, and I yeah. I love them. Like, yeah, I've opened a bunch of them, and I have a bunch at work. And I almost bought a Black Panther because it was a not a movie. Ver- well, they have a new line of Black Panther toys that are from the movie, <clears throat> sure. but they came out with the like classic Jack Kirby action figure toy in that line. Like I, I'd never have bought like a movie figure action figure. Oh really? As, as part of the movie. Yeah, as part figures? of the movie. Yeah, as, that's interesting. It, it was a re- cause, cause Black Panther's not. A, I hate. I'm gonna give you a spoiler. He's not in the fucking movie. Okay. I mean, as far as a male Black Panther, there, there's not a Black Panther in the movie. Yeah. I'm so, so they don't have a toy to make, but they made like a classic one where. Okay. So you could have he, one. Well, the class, you could tell the classic a little bit different because the boots and the gloves are slightly off color than the regular costume. Mm-hmm. 
and it was just like a badass toy and i'm like god i should buy it i should buy it and i like held back and then there was like a bunch of new spawns like raven spawn and all kinds of these other spawns at the man there's a lot of spawns now i know and i was like oh they look so fucking cool um and i'm like oh i, I i'm able to like stop myself whereas before i i, I couldn't like stop myself <laughs> because i i have that money i it's not like it's a money thing now right. it's turned into a space thing and i i still feel like i could get like i think i'm reading a lot more ever since i started this i i, I don't know i feel like i'm enjoying more than and i'm i'm look yes it kind of sucks a little bit because i'm looking at things with a more critical eye because I'm like, do I need another fucking zombie comic? Especially you mean in terms it... of new stuff or in terms of In terms continuing... of new stuff. In terms of new stuff. Yeah. <clears throat> sure. Where you're... Is this creative team going to give me something slightly cl- different yeah, yeah. Than, than I've seen before? Whereas if it was just a new number one, I was like, oh, yeah, I got it. I got it. And then it was easy that way. Yeah, I know. There was a time when, not too long ago, where I was getting pretty much every number one (laughs) in previous. Like, like the books that we are going to cover today, I loved exciting. And I was, uh, I actually gave you the wrong numbers because I said 20 and 21. I meant 21 and 22, but you were behind anyway. So 20 and 21. I read four issues of exciting comics. What did you read? I read the two that we didn't read that I forgot to read last time, and then yeah. the next two. What What was the last one you read? Twenty two. Ah shit! I didn't read twenty two. <laughs> <laughs> because on the on my note, I didn't write twenty two. Oh, you didn't? No. You don't I ever read even. my goddamn notes. <laughs> I read. I just don't read them that carefully. Let me. I meant well. Well, in all fairness, I know what you meant. When we talked, I meant twenty-one and twenty-two. You said when twenty-two. I, I, well, I when I typed, go look at what I typed in the IM. It says twenty and twenty-one. Oh yeah, you typed both. But then in the next one, you said twenty and tw- twenty-one and twenty-two. Oh, did I? No, you, you said twenty-one and twenty-two. Yeah, you can't read. <laughs> What's you happening? Can't, you can't read your own right. <laughs> Let me you see. <laughs> twenty-one and twenty-two. Yeah. I can't read my own goddamn writing. <laughs> Shit. So you didn't read your own comic. I didn't read. Well, I read twenty-one. I didn't read twenty-two. How the fuck did that happen? <laughs> Why do you think you typed the wrong thing? <laughs> I have no idea. Oh my goodness. What was 22? Let me look at it real but quick. But the ones that I... No, that, that's just all continuing stories. The one that I really, really liked was Absolution. And I, I thought Promethe was really well done, but I don't know if it's in a genre I 100% care for. Alpha Betas was awesome. Like, I enjoyed the hell out of it, but surprisingly, because it's not... I hate fucking role-playing video game shit. Like, it's like... Mm-hmm. I hate that shit. I don't even want to play it. Like, I I can't stand it. And uh, I, I enjoyed that one, I surprisingly. And then the two Dark Horse 
the dead man the dead mall i didn't get it survival street was so awesome like i i get the concept of stuff but i was like instead of being funny this is goddamn depressing because we're there <laughs> all right you've been you've been listening to geek brunch podcast i hope you enjoyed our reviews <laughs> yeah no but it's like we were we're there like it's it's yeah sort of I, like... have, I i have some other comments on it i don't know which one i'm trying to see which one i liked the most out of all the ones we for read. me it was absolution i could have been affected four fives. i liked them all oh dead mall i could have that that was right after the refrigerator broke so i could have been like in a goddamn piss poor mood. <laughs> and then I read Survival Street shortly after that. And then everything else I read yesterday, which was in a good mood. But I like Drip Drip. Like I thought, I thought that all the manga I read is just fucking weird. Like it. <laughs> manga is weird. <laughs> it's like nasty, flirtatious, weird. Everything that I've read so far. Yeah, it's like I think because I think in Japan there's like rules as to what you can show and what you can't show or do and not do, but they push it. Like I don't know, it's weird. Like say there's like a barrier, if there's a barrier in front of you, and you know you can't go past that barrier, but you can go off to the side really far into really weird areas. <laughs> that are still allowed so that's what they do instead <laughs> I, I i find every manga i've ever read and man, this could just be me picking stuff that i pick based on genres sure, i yeah, like and, like yeah, like it, uh, reading a solicit and say oh that sounds interesting but they all sort of have they're all very sexual mm-hmm. they're not as sexual as a boundless book or a right, bad they're bug not, book. They're not explicit in any way. They're not explicit, but they're like flirtatious. They're very focused na- on sex. flirtatious, <laughs> very flirtatious, nasty. And not then flirtatious. They ha- There's a lot of horny dudes. <laughs> that that well, it's very horn. That I guess that's a better term than flirtatious. They're it's very they're very horny, <laughs> horny people, and. Most of the characters, well, even the lead character in Drip Drip is fucking horny. Like, she's she's horny for a reason that she's been alone all her life yeah, and she's trying can't to, get laid. She's trying to get laid. But, um... She's trying to find true Chainsaw love. Man is the same thing. Like, it, and that's it's a totally different, like, action-packed genre, but it has that same horniness to it. Yeah, and I think there's... Certainly, but 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 I, I'll be honest with you. If I'm gonna get into the horniness of stuff, I'd much rather read a Pat Shand, like, comic book than a manga. So far, anyway, mm-hmm. of what I've experienced, because yeah. I, I I I find it more relationship related. It's more more grounded, certainly. Yeah, and these ones it feels like I don't know horny teenager thing yeah like I, I, <laughs> it's very I, horny teenager <laughs> rather than i don't know something else like it, it's weird yeah and I, I was gonna say certainly you know to, to the manga readers that we've offended of course not all manga is is this kind of manga but this seems to be the most prevalent 
genre of manga that's making it to America. And I, I'm guessing well, it's I, I, I would say popular genres. Yeah, I, I guess I would say the more popular books that I'm recommended or, or based on my likes kind of thing. Yeah. They, they, and I, 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 you have way more experience in manga, so I, I can't speak to that. I can only speak to like Death Note and Psycho MPHD and uh, Chainsaw Man, and I don't know. I could, I could count on to Toilet Bowl guy or whatever. Yeah, Toilet. Well, <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> fucking that they sell that fucking thing at Target. That toilet bowl one? They had like yeah. all five volumes of that shit. Target, that's so funny. Yeah, I'm like, but but then they, there's stuff like well, you know, drifting classroom, which was more sci-fi. That one, I that one, I I have to say I liked the most. Yeah. And, and it, I don't remember. I remember there being some weird thing with the teachers, but yeah, there still is some sexual stuff there, there was some sexual stuff but it wasn't as like yeah, it wasn't the prominent it wasn't the prominent theme it yeah. was that reminded me of uh tinian's comic book where the high school got ported to another world oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. the woods or something yeah. like that yeah. but <clears throat> yeah, but that. uh that's what the drifting cr- classroom reminded me of yeah but that, that was my favorite and then the horror ones <laughs> They they get sexual too, but then they get like super fucking weird, and then they like take the gore factor. There's a lot of body horror too. There's a lot of like Japanese weird body body. horror, like MPHD Psycho, or I forget what that one was. It was a dark horse. Yeah, manga. I think that's right. The, the, this fucking serial killer was like cutting, like scalping people's brains and putting plants like growing plants out of their brain <laughs> their brain <laughs> yeah that's i mean it's like shit like that <clears throat> and then the violence is always weird like this drip let's go to drip drip well the the premise of this is her mom um made her a clean freak yeah. So anything that she's exposed yeah, to... Yeah, taught her that the world was full of germs. Full of germs. I and mean, it's because of her father left her mother and cheated on her. And yeah, then she, she became a clear, clean freak. And as yeah. a little girl, she grew up knowing this. And she got a bloody nose very early in life because she touched, touched her father's mug. Or I can't remember. She touched something of her father's and her nose just started bleeding. And she's like... Her, her mother comes and oh you touched the filth and it's causing you yeah, you touched his filth you touched his filth and it's causing you to bleed and then like i don't know if it was like psycho psychological it has to be but then it's yeah. like taken to like a, a very fictional place because a nosebleed's not going to spew out like her nose like <laughs> she, she just... could cover a whole fucking room with like blood like <laughs> just fucking blood everywhere explodes. yeah her nose explodes and spews all over everybody, and that—that that is what I mean by taking like it just weird, you know, like a, a weird, weird place, yeah. a weird <laughs> place. Do you know much about this um, Peru Igagaki? I only know. Well, I did learn reading this that it's a female, which I didn't know. 
But I but I know her because she does Beast Stars. Yeah. Which is on like the anime is on like Netflix or something. Oh, okay. And it's also a manga, so Well it sounds I, like she, sounds like she won awards that. because of that. Yeah, that's really, really popular. And they so, so paid her to do her own little one shot. This there's not gonna be another volume. Matter of fact, this is just something she wanted to do. I was like freaking out because I was like, I was reading along and I was like, okay, they're at the church and okay, this happened. And then I'm reading a Santa Claus story. I'm like, where, <laughs> where the fuck did this come in? Like, I, I, I thought I was still in the same story. You know what I mean? Like, I was like, how's this <laughs> going to relate to, yeah, I was like, this is the next chapter. How's she going to fucking relate to Santa Claus? You know, like I didn't, I didn't know it was like a bonus yeah. story. Bonus story, yeah. I liked her art quite a bit. Um, yeah, me too. It was, more so it was than really well done. than some of the other manga that I've read. I thought her portrayal of the characters was they everybody looked distinctively different. Like I could tell mm-hmm. every character apart, and I thought like the way she drew a lot of the characters kind of reflected their personalities. I thought. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> like how these people were, but it, I I gave this a four out of five. I don't know what where you landed on. Drift yeah, Drift. I would, I'd give it a four out of five as well. I definitely in, enjoyed it. I I felt bad for her because. Sure, she's a well, she, a tragic she, character because every time she, well, for one thing. So she keeps trying to find a guy, and she wants to have sex, but every time she does, her nose bleeds. But she doesn't want, like, a gradual, like, let's get to know each other. She wants to fuck, like, right, let's fuck. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And then when she finally finds a guy, turns out he's, he's not the right guy after all. Well... She finds two guys, I think, that are potentially potential candidates. Mm-hmm. One guy is like he works at a like a blood plasma facility, so right, he's, so he's dealing with blood, blood all the time. <laughs> right. And the fact that she has blood, they could have a relationship. And he's like this, but he basically tells her during sex one time, "I have an ability. To, I I can't love anyone." Like. I can have sex to make me feel good, but I don't have like any emotional like right, attachment to anything. Right. Like right. I can't feel love. And she's like, Oh fuck, I, I think I love you and it the relationship can't go any further, but you know, they're able to have sex and everything, but she feels oh shit, I I'm let down again and then she goes into a depression and she goes to like the place where she she needs to replenish iron. So she eats liver a lot. And there there's a guy mm-hmm. that owns a restaurant that says, well, you know, you could swap out spinach. It has a lot of iron and do stuff with it. And um, yeah, like, you don't really just constantly eat liver. <laughs> there's, other, there's iron in other things. <laughs> yeah, there's iron in other things. And it turns out that this guy has had a crush on her since like high school. Like so like mm-hmm. it, it goes back. And he used to be like a geeky fat kid that didn't have any relationships with anybody and actually witnessed in an early age of her like bleeding into a trash can. Kind of like when the scene 
I think it opened up. The comic opened up with her bleeding into yeah. a trash can as a little girl. And he, he witnessed that. And um, he's sort of like on her side. And the two guys are picking on her. They're like, oh, you're the guy. Oh, I forgot about the guy that she entrapped in the fucking. That was the best one, in my opinion. <laughs> she she devised that there was a there's a construction or a, they're demolishing a building. Oh, yeah. And she devised like a contraption that would tear down the whole fucking building on top of them, leave them in live because she believed like in action movies, like that was like her perfect ideal of sex because they could be all dirty and they'd forget about it because their adrenalines are all high and they're, it's like a survival thing kicks in that she could have sex with somebody that's in a stressful type situation, like a action movie. So she drops a fucking building on top of them. And then she, she like gets to know this guy and like, you know, we'll have, we'll have sex, blah, 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 blah. And the building like it totally fell apart. They get rescued. They come out all naked and there's fucking blood everywhere. Like she's covered <laughs> in fucking blood because her nose just spewed out all kinds of blood. But I forgot about that one. That was my favorite because I I actually found that one quite humorous because she was willing. The lengths she went to to have sex were pretty high. I mean, mm-hmm. and the last yeah. guy she meets is a real dirt turd, but he doesn't seem that way early on in the issue. Yeah, she doesn't know it. Well, because he's the first guy that her nose doesn't bleed. Well, it does in some situations because, like, it's almost almost like that nose can tell bullshit. The nose knows, yeah. The nose knows. (laughs) And this guy is so full of bullshit and lies that the nose tells. She finally explodes. Yeah. Yeah. And her nose reveals the truth. But they were going all the, they were going the distance and getting married. Yeah, they're getting married, yeah. Then she filled up the church with blood. <laughs> yeah, it's like a scene from Carrie, and there was blood everywhere. And then the Santa story was was quite unique, very weird, because Santa was there with a like a prostitute, a call girl, mm-hmm. and he was sitting at a a chair like fucking buck naked. And she's like, okay, when are we going to have sex? Let's get it on. And he's like not paying attention to her. He's got a job to do. And he says he's got to deliver stuff to kids and find out, you know, he's looking up names. He's and looking all at this. the lists. Yeah. Yeah. And he doesn't want to have sex with her. And it's kind of offensive to her, I guess, at some point. But he's like, oh, I got something for you. And he like delivered all the gifts that she ever wanted for, for Christmas because he he forgot to deliver her Christmas gifts in the past, which was, it was kind of fucking nuts. The whole series was weird, but, uh, it was quite enjoyable. I didn't know where they were going with it, but yeah, that one was weird, but it was just a short, whatever, 20 pager or something. I like the way she drew Santa and I like, I like her art a lot. And then one yeah, was so kind of I, like her getting her job to do this series. The, it was kind of like a bonus how I ended up I drawing Drip what, Drip. Yeah, what is, I can't remember what she said about the Santa. Because I think she's going to be doing a Santa story, right? Or something. I think that came from another insert. Like a, she, 
This was oh, another one. I want to use the Santa character in the series I'm developing for younger readers. I guess younger readers means I could sit there buck naked oh. at a prostitute. <laughs> well, I think she's going to. She says, <laughs> I'm not saying the character wasn't right for Goroku, which I guess is the. Younger. Sexier stuff, maybe. I don't know, whatever. But I think she, I think she wanted to. She did this story, and she wanted to use the character and make us a, a kids book with the Santa character. And they said, "Sure, you can do that, but you have to give us a one shot." <laughs> so that's what she did. Drip, drip. <laughs> <laughs> Which is pretty funny. Yeah, I liked it. It was, I, it was quite enjoyable. Yeah, I was glad that it was a. Uh... The done in one too. Like yeah, I, 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 like th that. I thought that was kind of cool. So we don't have twenty volumes to well, read. I've never I've never read a manga that was done in one before. This is my first. I don't know if I've read a. I'm sure. I mean, I've read shorter stories within a, a volume before. Like that one guy, the horror guide has some books that are just. Well, the horror guide does shorter ones. Ido is that Ido? Is he the horror guy? Yeah. I think he he has shorter, like single volume books. Ito. I've only read one of his. I I like his yeah, stuff have, more I because read a lot. his stuff more are just like extreme, uh, extreme horror. Yeah, I like his short stories actually because. His ideas are crazy. <laughs> and it's kind of like watching like a a horror series, anthology type series. Yeah. And that's manga out, manga time. Yeah, is that the first manga we've ever covered? No, we talked about Drifting Classroom. Oh, oh yeah, that's right. Did you we get that? Talked about others. Did you get that big ass book of Drifting Classroom, or did you read it? And no, I think I just read. Yeah, I think I just read the first volume. Oh, see, I, I read the first three volumes because they were like collected in a hardcover. Yeah, yeah, I didn't. I did not get that one. They are fast reads. I think you can read Drip Drip. It's like three comics worth of material, maybe. Yeah, it's probably something like that. Of a modern comic? <laughs> if it's a Silver Age comic, then it might take just as much time to read a Silver Age and then it would drip drip. <laughs> yeah, but I think that's kind of the the manga model. Like they're meant to be quicker reads. Yeah, I'm still trying to 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 do the chainsaw man thing. Um, I'm on. I, I read four volumes. I I got. I have the fifth. I still need to read it. But uh, I'm starting to kind of lose interest. Um, it must pick up again because it's very popular. Well, I I don't know if that horny teenage thing is is my thing. <laughs> and there's there's a lot of it in there. I mean, that's the yeah. whole thing about the main character is he's so fucking horny. Yeah. 
Like he just wants to kiss a girl and then he finally gets to kiss and she vomits in her mouth. That is, <laughs> She vomits in his mouth, kind of like this girl's nose spews blood every time she has sex. It's just stuff like that. Like I... I, I I don't know I I I get some of it but I don't there's so, part, yeah, parts of it I like but for you how can I say this I I like it as one issue but if it's like four fucking volumes of the same I don't want it yeah <laughs> that's understandable too, too much of a but I do want to finally Thanks. make it through a, a manga, and that, I've chosen that one, so if it ever ends. <laughs> I only have I have only have one complete manga series, which is Nana, and I haven't read the whole thing yet. What's the premise of that? Do you remember? Yeah, it, it's kind of like a, a it's more of a romance one, so it's about a. A girl who moves to t- Tokyo and moves in with this like punk rocker chick who's in a band, mm-hmm. and it's kind of their relationship and her uh, moving from a small town to a big city, and then getting kind of wrapped up in the the wild life of this gr- other girl. That's good. It went for I don't know how many volumes there are. I have to look at my shelf. Twenty? Yeah, it looks like twenty. Or twenty one. That's a lot of volumes. How many have you read? Uh, probably half. That's still pretty good. Yeah. And then oh I do have Phoenix too. But but that's only I can't read. I can't see the numbers. That's probably about ten volumes. That's why I jumped on this one because when I read the solicit, it was like one volume, and it seemed interesting, like the concept. Yeah, it so was I, an interesting I, concept. I was, I was like, sure. hey, you know, I get to read one volume and it'll be done. Right. So even, so even I, if I, it's I, not your thing, you're done. <laughs> yeah, I'm done. And I was like, I could do that, and uh, I. I was more open to it. I just opened one of my Kickstarters and it was Ninja Bimbo Zombies, number two. <laughs> Ninja Bimbo Zombies. Yeah. Wow. And then I got the Lunatic, the Lover, and the Poet. What was that? It's another Kickstarter. That could be interesting. Yeah, I, I, I'm not doing them anymore, though. Um, uh, with the, well, I did buy the Faust one, but that was yeah. like... So <laughs> the the Faust a, one was like different. a... It was something different, and it was something that was very 90s, and I was so into Tim V. Hill. And it's a nice collection. It's not like a, a single ongoing single issues or anything. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I, I did that. I mean, this is a... And I, I told you there's there's item. still there's still a couple of them that I'm really gonna like like uh, there might be a few evolution ones that I just finish and then there mm-hmm. um, I uh, I like I like Bad Bug a lot what they publish uh, and I I don't know if I they have a new one coming out 
but I don't know if I'm going to get it. I'm just going to stick with my the ones that exist, you know, that I, I like. Like but, a new series they're bringing out? Yeah, I, I just yeah. Uh, got a notification, an email, saying that they're starting a new one. and I, I didn't, yeah, I only, ju- I didn't jump I mean, on it. The, and this is no offense to any Kickstarter people that, you know, I, I love what you do. I love that it's something different, and it's the... It's the the two things that are keeping me away now are cost and the, the fact that I have so much volume, <laughs> it's right. The, the, to get one comic for 10, 15 bucks is just, it, it's too much. And, and to try to recoup your money on an unknown property from just like, like it's one thing if I buy Iron Man number 20, I'll be able to recoup money back on it. But for an unknown property, that's like, Who's going to buy from me the lunatic lover and the poet and fucking ninja bimbo zombies? Like, I don't know. Someone will buy it, but for a dollar, maybe. Yeah. And that's a $15 book, though. See what I mean? Yeah. That's right. Right now, the stuff I'm getting, the only stuff I'm getting is collections, if they're exceptional and I want them for my shelf. And then... I get the Pat Shan stuff still just because I've I've always got it and I want to support them. And that's the other if if there's some char- characters, there's some creators who I I will support just because I get all their stuff. Yeah, Pat Shan, I'm still doing. But beyond that, yeah, I haven't I haven't. <clears throat> oh, and, and anything that falls into anything. nuns, uh, there, there's two other ones. If there's something about a nun. I'm I'm buying it, buying and if there's something about jungle, I'm getting it. That's da- that's dangerous, the jungle one, because there could be a lot of jungle books. There's there's jungle the, girl they're books. they're usually there, but they're few and far between. Like they come out. Okay. Yeah, I guess there's only a couple of publishers that are doing them. There's Anya, there's Vanya, and then there's um. <laughs> Rania. The, the, there, no, there's there's one other one. Oh God, I can't remember. There, there's three of them that I'm actively getting, and they come out with more titles. They're all adult. Um, and then there's one male-driven jungle book that I get, and I forget what that one's titled. Okay. But um, I like jungle comics. Like I get a kick out of them. Like I went to the rattle. That's another thing I, I experienced. It. So I went to the Rattlesnake Museum, and uh, he had put his comics back on display. So I, I took pictures of his comics, and he had a lot of jungle comics, like in those. there and and Sheena and all kinds of stuff because there's snakes involved, and he he has a rat. His his whole museum is snake themed, so. He has like a ton of adventure comics and. Oh, that's right. That's a, is that the guy you talked about in the past where he it has he gets all comics that have a snake on the cover. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. And he gets like uh, he has, you know, those awesome men's adventure magazines that they have like guys draw. Mm-hmm. Like you, you've seen covers from them. They look amazing. And uh, he has a lot of those, and those are a, a lot of snake-themed, like covers. They're they're awesome. 
He gets a lot of stuff through donations. But uh, you talk about somebody that he has the he, he has my same last name, but we're not related. His name is Bob Myers, but uh, he, that's he, strange. It's such a unique last name. Well, there's a lot of. But, uh, <laughs> it's not like uh, what is this name? I've I've never heard before. But I was doing some research because there's a band I love. And I was like, you know what? I don't really know a lot about them other than I bought every single of their tapes. Um, Book of Love. But, yeah. Uh, I love Book of Love. Like I, I think I have all their CDs. I have all of their CDs as well. One thing I never saw, though, is one thing I, I realized over the trip is because I was playing on the trip as we were driving up. I was like, we're playing Book of Love. And I was like, oh, man, I just I love their fucking sound. Like her voice is awesome. And you know they're electronica. They're they're an electronic band. They're they're all synthesizer keyboard. They have yeah, tubular. They they actually play tubular geez. bells. They play the tubular bells. But if you ever saw them on concert, like you can go to uh, uh, YouTube and and they have an entire concert of Book of Love. It's not a fun concert to watch because they don't. They're all at the keyboards and. Right. The yeah, whole lively part of the state, the the singer is the only one that's doing anything that is out of the norm. But their sound kind of moving around. Yeah, their sound is so fucking awesome. And uh, you 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 might listen to us and say, "Who the fuck is Book of Love?" You know, like who are these fuckers? Well, if you've ever watched Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, you'll hear one of their songs, and it it is one of the best songs ever um but you don't you'll never hear their voice in they use the instrumental in planes trains and automobiles but they don't have her voice um but it is an awesome awesome song but they're one of their popular ones is pretty boys and pretty girls it came around the time of the aids virus and stuff but there there's it's the band is three women and one guy and the lead singer and the guy have the same Italian last name. And I thought it was very unique. But uh, they're not related at all. I always thought they were brother and sister. But um, oh, they're, not. they're not related at all. As I, I went to Wiki and investigated a little bit because I was like, I'm, I was, I'm, weird. Yeah, I'm surprised you like, like Book of Love. I thought you were going to laugh at me. But... Uh... <laughs> that... Their first two tours were with Depeche Mode. Oh yeah, that's true. Back in the eighties, man, that's my that was my jam. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, everybody knows Depeche Mode, but not I don't know a lot of people that know Book of yeah, Love. I'm trying to I was trying to find what their like hit songs were. Pretty boys and pretty girls was probably, and then the boy, uh huh. Oh boy, yeah, yeah, the uh-huh. boy is the one. I want to be where the boys are. Yeah. But they have a lot of, like, cool... There, There's I Touch Roses. Um, I Touch Yeah. Roses. See, you you get it. But their, fir- their first two... It's like Pocket Full of Poses. Oh, have you ever heard the Witchcraft one? Where they, they she names off, like, Asmerelda, Esmeralda. They actually have like potions in their song. What is that called? 
there's a witchcraft one. My yeah, heart potion boils in bubbles, poison darts, red poison apples. <laughs> but it has like all kinds of witches' names in there, and they just spew them out. I love it. I love that song. But I love all their songs. Uh, I, I know I know their first two CDs. They're 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 excellent. Like from, and then their their last two. They're 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 good because I'm I love them. But they didn't really have a lot of hits from it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I wonder if those are on my on my shelf right now. I'm sure they are. I'm looking. Book of Love. There you go. So you have one. Yeah, one, two, three, four. Looks like four CDs. Oh man, I should pull them off the shelf right now. Start listening. There you <laughs> go. Well, I have Apple Music, so I was just like, "Hey, play me some Book of Love," and it was just like, boo, 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 boo. So that was kind of nice. Yeah. And then I I love what he does with the tubular bells, like. There's there's a couple songs where they play the bells and it just sounds so damn good. They're very good with the musical beat. The musical beat. Yeah, I just like the way it, the symmetry of everything and the, the instruments they used and how they space things apart. And her voice, I I find it to be unique, like. It is sort of like a female voice that like I could pick out in a crowd. It's a deeper female voice, I think. So, yeah, that's that's been the Book of Love podcast. I'm 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 surprised my brother from another mother likes Book of Love because he never mentioned him, but that's cool. I like most music from of that era. Oh, like Camouflage and Depeche Mode. And... <laughs> well, are you all right? 911. Bill's choking on Choking his... on some water. Oh, see, if you had a cheer wine, you'd be fine. I need to get my cheer wine. If you had a cheer wine, you'd be fine. You can choke on your plastic water or your filtered water. Yes, my filtered refrigerator water. Yeah, camouflage. I called them mauve, but I loved... Mo Eve. That's what uh, what Andrew Peepway told me. I said, "Who are you talking about, Mo Eve?" And he said, "That's how you pronounce it." I always said Moav, <laughs> but uh, Mo Eve, I, I I love a lot. I'm surprised you don't know them too much, but who are they? What is, how you spell it? M O E V. Uh, I don't think I've heard them. Yeah, you'd like it. They're very, they're very in Was that it M-A-O-V? M-O-E-V. Move? <laughs> they're called Moev. That's what he pronounces it. I've always said Moav. 
I've, How do you spell it again? M M O E V. Type band after it. Oh, the Canadian. There you go. It's an electronic <laughs> band based in Vancouver. You would like these guys. I can't believe you don't know them. I can't believe it either. I'm going to have to research this. I'm sure I've heard them, but I just... Crucify Me was their only hit. But if you if you buy all of their CDs, their music is awesome. Like If, if you like Depeche Mode, Camouflage... Um, well, I've listened to, I've watched this video before. We must have talked about this before. Yeah, if if you watch, if you like that, you'll like these guys for sure. Who's the other band? Oh, uh, New Order. That's another band I listen to a lot on the way up. I love New Order. Sure. God, they're good. I was in the 80s kind of mood. Yeah. That's popular now. That's what they play on. Now they have radio stations that just play that stuff. Yeah, it's called classic. <laughs> it's classic rock. <laughs> <laughs> I never saw Depeche Mode because they got sick on us, but we had tickets at one time. I saw them once. I think I might have only seen them once, and it was it was New Order, Hush Mode. Oh shit! I think it was the music on the Music for the Masses tour. My favorite of theirs is Black oh, Celebration. Oh, it was it was also uh, OMD. Oh my that God, was, that, that's that another. <laughs> that is a power tour right there, because that's oh, another that's that another awesome. band that's awesome as hell. I did the Pet Shop Boys. I saw all that into oh, that crap. I love crap. Pet Shop Boys. They got a lot of albums. Yeah, they were they were really good. So, what do you want to jump to next? What was what was something that you? I I started with Drip Drip. <clears throat> Let's go to. Well, let's talk about alpha betas since we. Okay, this is our first whatnot. So you got. Yeah, whatnot. Yeah. I think is this the first whatnot comic? I didn't even think I bought this one. I thought I looked at the art and I was like, I ain't gonna get this. Yeah, I can't remember what your final decision was on that because you were go going back and forth on it. I can't find my glasses. Just put your contacts. Now I know why you wear your contacts because you you'd lose your glasses <laughs> i have my contacts in i can't you find my reading glasses you probably took your reading glasses are they on my head no my pocket oh they're in my pocket <laughs> that's dangerous my uh break them in your pocket i got a uh whatever a pullover on <clears throat> Okay. Alpha betas. So this is based on is this like a this is an existing property, is it or is it original? I'm gonna look in the indicia. 
Let's see, whatnot. All characters are trademark of three black dots. I think it's a YouTube video, maybe. <laughs> I think this is an existing property that this is just the comic version of. Here we go. Based on the series created by Chris Bruno and David Lee. And this comic was written by Kyle, Kyle Starks, who I enjoy. With art by Michael Calero. And the art looks like Rick and Morty art. Where do you watch this? On YouTube? What is this thing? I have no idea. That's my guess. It could be on Crunchyroll or something. What will Alpha Betas be on? Apricorn TV, Amazon Prime. There you go. You can watch it. You can watch it on Amazon Prime. And this is about four dudes in there. I don't know. They've never know. met before, but they're online friends. Yeah, they, they play sort of go into the video together. game together, and they find something in the game that. Yeah, they them... get to a they get to like a wall in the game where they can't pass, and they're like, "What's going on? We want to pass this wall." So they try, they kind of see over the wall and see that there's like people over there. And they're like, well, if there's people over there, we should be able to get through this wall. So they, what do they end up doing? Did they end up they destroying all, the wall? They blew it up. They put some kind of bomb device on it and they yeah, destroyed blew up the, wall. the wall. And then they find like a bunch of regular looking people on the other side that say they're in the game, but they're, they're real-life people. And I think yeah, if they, they die in yeah, the they game, they die. Yeah, we're not characters, yeah. Yeah, they die in real life. And then there's a corporation that sort of runs this video game. And I, I don't think they like the fact that these guys are yeah, able to the... control the game or win the game without... They're, I don't know what they want, what their end goal is, but they're evading whatever their end goal is. Right. And and one of the uh, the characters, when he says he's he's real, he says that they're on a mission to, I don't know. He says millions of real people are going to die if we don't succeed. So some kind of tie to the real world. And now these four kids have gotten pulled into it. And they like to shoot people in the butt. <laughs> shoot them in the butt! <laughs> Light them up! Based on the series created by Chris Bruno and David Lee. Did you know that these guys are going to be publishing heavy metal now? Are they? I did in my quick glance through previews, I noticed that there is a new heavy, that they're rebooting heavy metal. Yeah. I was shocked by that. I was shocked too. Heavy metal number one. They're going to force me to buy it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's understandable because I, I don't know what the circulation of heavy metal is, but I'm guessing it's super low now at this point in time. The, the thing I don't know what they're going to do though is, People subscribe to this, like, as a magazine subscription. Yeah, I didn't realize it was switching publishers. 
Yeah. Well, they'll probably cancel their subscription and say if you want. I had to... I had no idea. Like I, it was confirmed in this previews, but I, I was looking at the wall at my comic shop and I saw heavy metal on there, and I'm like, why has he got this book on the on his wall for like thirty bucks? And it was because they had sent him a preview, like an ash can of heavy metal, and it had uh, the whatnot logo on it. And I'm like, what the fuck is that? But uh-huh. um, yeah, that's kind of weird. It is. Yeah, I didn't realize it was whatnot. That's a uh, that's really interesting, actually. That they decide that they wanted to pick that up. I wonder what direction they're going to go with it because it seems like a lot of the whatnot stuff is like younger, hipper stuff. Yeah, I uh, I think Ninja Funk just came in recently. So I wonder if they're going to spin heavy metal for uh, make it cool again. I don't think it was ever not cool. It was never cool. I don't know what that means. Like heavy metal's always been cool. <laughs> I mean, with the teens. Maybe make it for an all ages. But to well, me, Alpha to- Betas is not all ages because they're shooting motherfuckers in the butt. <laughs> <laughs> Did they say motherfucker in here? Yeah, there was one. I was flipping through and I noticed the line. It said, uh, "This old bitch is high as a motherfucker." <laughs> Oh wow! I guess I didn't catch that. Like I thought, shoot him in the butt was a harmless thing. That's like a kid's <laughs> thing, right? Shoot him in the butt. Okay, shoot him in the butt. But I didn't know there was a motherfucker in here. I like the boom. I'm not a clown, motherfucker. I don't put paint on my face. I don't wear silly shoes. I uh, I read the backup too. And I'm glad I did because I didn't get quested, but I didn't, was there a backup? Yeah, I didn't like it. Did I read the backup? No, I don't think I did. Oh, it's only a couple pages. Mm-hmm. I really do like on the back cover the Nintendo version of the <laughs> Alpha yeah, Beta's cover. The, the homage cover. <clears throat> so, what did you think of this? I liked it. But it's not for me. I felt the same way. I gave it a four out of five, but it's not like I need to continue with it. Yeah, me too. I have the next one still. I didn't think I ordered it, but I did. This is one like I wouldn't mind reading it. Like if I, I could, probably, I'll probably read it from like the library at some point because I mean it was a fun read. Yeah. But it's not something I need to own for sure. Other than number one, which I need to own because it's whatnot publishing. I I, I like this thing. I, I I liked it more than some of the others. Maybe it's because I my expectations for it were like this, <laughs> this is totally not in your fucking wheelhouse. Yeah, you know, and, I'm not going to enjoy this. And I actually found it. I guess I found it more light and humorous than Survival Street. Mm-hmm. Which I expected it to be inverted. But, I mean, I think getting Kyle Starks to do it was smart, because he's pretty... He's a good writer. He's yeah. Pretty, he's funny. He does a lot of good humor. 
Here we can do Survival Street. I can't I can't find my Survival Street, but I did read it. Yeah, this one's weird because I I didn't originally order it, and then I back ordered it from my LCS. Okay. After like issue four came out, and he says, "Well, I can get you the others," and I'm like, "Okay." And um, I I wanted to get it, and then that was the week I was cutting that back, and then I blew up again like I usually do. And I, I guess I felt like I I like this, but I as a as a one issue experience, like if I was doing a Bill Bomer, I don't think I would get the trade personally. Yeah, um, I am I have I gave it a four out of five and I have a question mark as to whether I want to get the trade. And for for the same reasons I think that you you alluded to, which is it was good, but it was basically just a commentary on politics and the state of the current state of the world, just it's using so, pu- using puppets. Well, well, well the, the the thing I got a whole the thing maybe I uh, the underlying theme of this is that corporations are now the politicians. Right, they've taken over. They've the taken government. over the government. So, like, if you're Apple or whatever, and you sell iPhones, you've taken over. The political aspect of everything which is not too far off from where we are at yeah <laughs> except they usually they, 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 they just do it through fronts yeah they um, fund it they fund through, these politicians and dark money is that what it's called yeah and the the vil they're sort of the villain of the book and then these sesame street characters are kind of like traveling around with mr hooper i guess <laughs> I like to think of him as Mr. Hooper because mm-hmm. Mr. Hooper's the one I kind of remember. But uh, th- there's like an Oscar the Grouch kind of character, and there's a Grover, and then there's some that there might be one that looks like a Bert and Ernie mismatch. Mm-hmm. There's a hippo that's like Snuffleupagus or something, and, and then there's another Birdie. Uh, but they they actually are attacking these this company and then there's other muppets who are like in front of like CNN or Fox um doing newscasts and it looks like uh one of she she gets one of the members of Survival Street to turn at the end of this yeah, because don't so, they sneak in? They didn't the Muppets sneak in? They were sneaking into a fundraiser. Yeah. And what was it like? Rich people were buying. They're they're buying kids to sell kids. their organs. Yeah, for their organs. They're very dark. <laughs> yeah, it's very dark because um, so so they're like if somebody needs a liver transplant, they'll the they're 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 basically uh enslaving these kids and then killing them, and then taking the the kidney or whatever they need to and passing mm-hmm. it off to somebody else that needs, that has the money for it to, to have, to get off the dialysis machine. Right. But, um, that, that's sort of like the theme that I got. And these Muppets are sort of like the heroes and they have, they now have an insider threat that might be working against them. I thought the artwork was nice. It reminded me of somebody, but I couldn't, couldn't place it. it it almost looks like hmm. in some panels to me and this, this could just be a me thing but there are some panels that look like 
Keith Giffen could have drawn. Um, especially the way the line is with the, the, the human faces and stuff. Yeah, I don't remember getting a specific Keith Giffen vibe from it, but it's probably not too far off. If you look at the Mr. Hooper character and you look at the line work within his face, that looks like a Keith Giffen uh, heckler era um, character. Trencher, you know, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So this could be one, though, that I read no issue two, and I'm like, you know what? I, I really am glad I got the whole thing. Because uh, that's happened to me in the past, as I've, I've read issue one. and uh, yeah. the, the one that I that I could think of recently was that a Blaze series that wasn't, that was formatted funny, um, Heavy Metal Drummer. Like, I read issue one. I wouldn't have continued with one, and then I read the whole series, and I'm like, "Oh, this is fucking awesome!" Like, yeah. I love, I loved it. It went from like a, a three out of five to a five out of five in two issues. So yeah, it, this could be one of those, but uh, we'll see. Well, yeah, I did, I did enjoy it. I thought, I just thought the, I don't know. I guess I was expecting more. I don't know how to how to phrase it. It it, it seemed kind of just in your face with the politics and with the vi- violence. Like it seemed like these puppets just went from yeah from uh, har- harmless puppets to Rambo in a matter of just seconds. Mm. <laughs> Maybe I was hoping for more puppet stuff. <laughs> well, I don't know if you read the back matter. Did you read that? I don't think so. So, um, what was it? It was James Asmus wrote wrote something on, under horsepower, and he said, "You know what?" He said, "When we wrote this originally, we were heading for a more humor book to be fun and, you know, to be fun and funny." Mm-hmm. And he said, you know, that that's all fun and games, but he said times changed as we were doing this book. And this this turns out to be a more realistic take on things, and we had no intention to do that. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. No, I did not read that. And I, I guess that's where I, I was at as well, where I was expecting a more... It, I, I guess I kind of wish they'd started more humorous and then maybe slowly gotten more serious. Well, it, sa- it says, but I swear to you, we always intended. He said, okay, when we started this, it became uh, Survival Street. We wanted to build a world of stories that let us bite into any and every real world nightmare that was haunting mm-hmm. our brains at the moment. But I swear to you, we always intended it to be fun and funny. We originally met and collaborated doing live comedy. Humor is how we cope with everything. And a good satire starts from real and recognizable place, but the comedy works better when you dial it up to absurdity levels. And he says, you know, you thought we tiled this up to an absurd level that it would be funny, but it's not as funny because 
because it's real. <laughs> Cause it's, yeah, because you're just showing us how messed up the world yeah. is, which we know. We know the world's messed up. And now you're making us depressed. <laughs> interesting. So it, it, it's interesting that they are cognizant of well, listen perhaps to th- our expectations. Yeah, listen to this paragraph. He says, but ever since we plotted these stories last summer to our horror, real life has wildly accelerated straightforward making things we pitched as ridiculous hyperbole the actual news. <laughs> yeah. If a sci-fi, sci-fi writer predicts the future, I'm pretty sure you get a technology named after you. But when your satire starts coming true, it doesn't feel good. So he, this is a timely thing he's basically saying as they wrote this when I, he thinks it would have been more of a funny piece yeah, he, because saying, it went, yeah. Right, they're saying, well, what if, let's do something crazy, like corporations take over the government or whatever. Yeah. Or people are harvesting, using kids for organs, which both of those things are probably not far <laughs> removed from the truth. That's probably happening on the black market now, I, I it, would imagine. Yeah. I, I would I would be shocked if it. What do you call the it? The dark web kind of thing, you know, like where. Uh, what what do they call yeah, it? Slavery? For sure, for sure. If if a rich person needs an organ, I have no doubt that they could get one. Yeah. Unscrupulous means. Whether or not they know it's from unscrupulous means. Like. It might be they, hidden they from them. They stuff that they're separated enough from it where it just shows up and they don't really care where it came from. Yeah. Or it told a different story, but you know there's people out there who are harvesting. It's weird because I would say that uh, Red Room is also a exaggeration and satire of the current state of the world. But to me, Red Room has a different feel than this. I I agree. It's Where the, I think Red Room handles it better. This execution is too serious. It, it seems too serious. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it was too close to reality, I guess. Yeah. Where Red Room... It's pushed a little bit far, I guess, farther. So, like, I, I don't think there's really a group that ha- is raising humans in the basement to to kill. But it's not that far, probably, from reality. <laughs> like, I get to see it happening. Whereas this was just telling me, "Hey, here's how, well, here's the here's how the world is messed up." And it's like, yeah, I know that, I know that. But there's also puppets, so yeah. So it's like, well, okay. The focus on the puppets. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe in Red Room, I don't know. The, f- the focus is more on the characters in Red Room. Maybe and maybe if this story focused more on the puppets' lives themselves, maybe? I don't know. I think Red Room is more focused on the dark web and like what's happening. But the stories the are scenes, all about the but individuals. But the suns are... They're, they're, 
the stories are sort of about individual people inside of the red room and how it affects them and their viewers and um yeah you look at all all, all the participants yeah from the police to the participants to the to the guys that made it that made yeah, the technology the businesses behind them yeah oh yeah and the technology side of it and the yeah. crypto the the currency behind it and yeah everything it, it I, I i i bless you there you go daryl <laughs> daryl said he's gonna skip the drip drip because he has no interest in it i was telling him about drip drip yesterday he doesn't like bloody noses. There's, there's nudity. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe he'll maybe he'll listen. So uh, yeah, I I gave it a four. God, I, I'm torn on this. I think I came out of it feeling a three out of five, but. It's really a four out of five in terms of quality. Yeah, I gave it a four out of five. So, um, you can jump to Dead Mall, number one. Yeah, Dead Mall. And Survival Street was a, a Dark Horse comic book. Dead Mall is also a Dark Horse comic oh, book. Oh, another Dark Horse book. This one, I I guess what I thought I was going to get was sort of like characters inside of a mall in the vein of Dawn of the Dead. Mm -hmm. And uh, this is by Adam Cesar and uh, David Stoll. It's kind of like that. Well, it opens with kids going to abandoned mall to drink <laughs> party. But then, and they kind of are hanging out at the mall and drinking, and then they decide to kind of explore it and check out all the all the store, the stores, and they they break into one, right? Yeah, they break into one of the stores, and they're like taking pictures with all the mannequins stuff that's stuff. yeah, mannequins and stuff that are still in the stores, and they notice in one of the photos that there's like this dude with like a stitched up face in the yeah. photo behind them. His mouth is stitched up, and it, it, his eyes are stitched open. He's pretty creepy looking. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, you'd. Definitely freak out if you saw that. One dude barfs when he sees it. <laughs> <laughs> and then they, they end up getting trapped in there. And then they're running around the mall trying to get out, but they keep ending up back at the same spot. It's like somebody's watching them, right? Yeah. Well, there's like a narrator. Yeah, that's who's watching them. Yeah. Who's kind of like watching the situation. I can't remember how it ended. They opened another one of those things and there were like demons in there. 
That's like a, a um, evil Ernie kind of character looking yeah. guy with yeah. scissors. Oh, yeah, he chopped off the dude's fingers, right? Yeah. Yeah, so basically now they're trapped in this mall. Because it seems like they might have entered like another dimension or something when they entered the mall. I think my enjoyment was affected by the fridge. This looks pretty good, actually. At least the way it's drawn. I just don't like the one yeah, guy's hair. It looks like he's got a Who's brain the... on his head. <laughs> the poofy hair. Yeah. What do you got against curly hair? Curly hair dudes. This one looks like the brain is exposed and coming out of his head. Kind of like Simon. If you're, if you know who Simon says is, or any of the brain-related characters, <laughs> it doesn't look like hair to me. <laughs> yeah, I like this. My only comment was that I, I wish that there was more time spent getting to know the kids, but I guess that could come in future issues. What happened at the end, though? It gets weird. It's like they're in an Escher thing. Yeah, because they, after the kid gets his fingers chopped off, they get attacked they by... They, well, they run into that guy that says he's there to help them. Oh, he yeah, says, you, you need, need to get, get out. out. Yeah. Wait, I can help you. And then they run in all different directions, and then they're sort of like in this 3D maze and they're all separated. Yeah, the mall goes all... Yeah, Escher on them. And I can't get out. How do we get out of here? And it says, none of you ever have. So I gave this one a 3 out of 5. But uh, I think it had to do with my mood. Yeah, I gave it a 4 out of 5. I don't think it was totally... as. When I was reading, my brain just wasn't processing the words coming out of their mouths. Yeah, you, you probably had... Part of your brain was still occupied by the fridge, probably. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was good. I liked it. Then we got Promethe. 1313. Promethe 1313. Which... Let me find it. So was there already a Promethe? Because I think it says... No. It says, based on series and characters created by Christoph Beck. Not a comic book, though, I don't think. I think it's a European... It might have been a European book. That this is takes place in that world. Because this one's by Andy Diggle, so it's not European... Promethe. So I'm guessing. So I think there was. I think Promethe is a European book, and then this is like a spinoff kind of. Well, there's no other Promethe, at least spelled like this. If there is, it's spelled differently. Interesting. And my database has uh, like comics from. From uh, Italy. Band Aid Destiny or whatever. Yeah, it's called. Panini, all kinds of stuff. 
I've heard the name. I've heard of Christoph Beck before. Uh, Author of Cathargo. Is it the shark one? Where's Cathargo? the license? Yeah, I think it is. I like shark comics. I need more shark comics. Those didn't. They seem to all come out at the same time and then vanish around the same time. I'm still so pissed that that one died. Never finished, so yeah. Good. God, that was so good. What was it? I can't even remember. Wasn't there like they were on like some kind of like structure in the middle of water? And there was... that guy though, that guy is notorious for not finishing shit. He's left us hanging on too. Yeah, there is a Promethe. So it looks like there was one, two, three, four. Oh, I just scroll. Oh, wow, there's... Holy shit, just keep scrolling. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a, there's 21 books in Volumes? the Promethe universe. Yeah. Wow. By Christoph, by Christoph Beck. This seems like it's an alien thing, right? Conspiracy thing, kind of thing. Yeah, so this... It starts with a... There's a woman who... I think... Didn't she write a book about, like, an alien abduction? She was abducted. She wrote a book. She knew about it. And now she's convinced that... I I think that she has... Yeah, she's speaking at a... She's speaking at a UFO conference. And saying none of that and shit she says, was real. Yeah, she said I made the whole thing up. It was all fake. And she's taking a drug, and that is like a multi-personality disorder drug, I think. Yeah, she's an antipsychotic. Yeah. But what she doesn't know is the organizers of the conference belong to this organization who are and they've been giving her fake pills so on stage didn't she like pass out or something on yeah. stage and then she sees visions of yeah she has her visions again of the end of the world and whoever this guy is that's working with her he's killing people left and right to try to meet whatever his goal is with these aliens because he oh, kills the these two paramedics. Abducts her, yeah. 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 Yeah, and weren't the higher-ups like pissed off about it? Oh no, the, it was the people in the... Well, there's those the guys on the space shuttle too. Yeah, who are they? I don't remember the space shuttle people. Oh, they see something in space? Yeah. But the what was the overall concept? Like something happens at oh here we go, September twenty nineteen. The hour is thirteen thirteen. For the next twelve days, the world will change forever. It's an end of the world type thing, I think. Yeah. I, I think that one agent, whoever he is, the blonde guy, 
is trying to stop what he thinks is the end of the world and he's willing to kill anybody and I think he wants to keep nobody in does the she, know. Does he think that she has information? I think so. This was by yeah. two names, two popular names in comics, Andy Diggle and uh, Sean Martinbro. Yeah, look great. Stuart Colors. Can't do much better than that. I gave it a four out of five. Um, I'm not the biggest alien like type fan. I, I I like aliens like in Star Wars and stuff like that, but I'm not into like Close Encounters or um, conspiracies. Conspiracies or um, what is the other movie I'm trying to think of? The Arrival. Arrival. There's two movies: The Arrival and The Arrival. One is based on them meeting aliens, and one is the Charlie Sheen movie where the aliens are attacking, and they're at the the sound uh, area. We drove near the mm. uh, the I forget what that radio, the deep space radio antennas are, when we were in Albuquerque and near Bosque. Um, I forget what they call it. The radio array. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I can't remember offhand. That sucks. Yeah, so I, I, I read 22, I, man. That sucks. <laughs> you dumbass. Well, you have bad luck when it comes to exciting comics, apparently. We can't just sync up <laughs> properly. <laughs> You should have known better than what. what Why did my brain think that? I I think I had two brain failures yesterday. One of them was looking at this note and then not being able to find. I was looking for issue 20 and I'd already read 20. And that's why I couldn't find it. So I found that and I, I, God, I could have sworn I looked at the note and it said 20. And 21, and not 21 and 22. I don't know why my brain saw that. And then I, I bought. I, I gotta check my phone on this comic book base app, but I could have sworn I double checked this Doom Patrol issue, and it said I didn't have it, and I did. And I either uploaded the wrong report, or. Oh. My phone had the failed. wrong. Yeah, my phone had the wrong download. He had the previous one because when I and came ho- when I came home from Albuquerque, I loaded all the comic books into the database, and then mm-hmm. I I re-uploaded the report to the server, and I confirmed it on the computer, but I, I I'm not sure my phone app refreshed, so hmm. I think I bought a double. By accident. Oops. But I was surprised in Exciting Comics 21 that Pat Shand was here. Because I didn't... Yeah, this is a... Did you know that when you were coming into it? or? No, I think I did read somewhere, or maybe I remember in the solicit or something, that there was going to be a Pat Shand, but I had forgotten about it. 
And this I, Ultra Shock Boom, I think it was a Kickstarter that I did not, I didn't support. Okay. Or for sure, it was at least published previously by another publisher, like some Let me check Kickstarter that. type publisher. Kickstarter. I'm gonna go grab a cheer wine. All right, while you're doing that, I'm looking this up. How's your burrito? Barb, how's your burrito? I know they they got to almost like McDonald's size. They but do you remember how big they used to be? Uh, did, they didn't put salsa in it, did they? That was quick. They got my churine. I don't have a huge house. <laughs> you don't have I didn't stairs. Get a snack. Not between here and the kitchen, no. Well, three stairs. Ah, uh, I, I I think I could handle three stairs <laughs> instead of a flight of stairs. Yeah, you're right. I had no idea. This oh, this is, it's a Kickstarter. Previously published, yeah. Molly Schofield. It's some publisher. Like, what's is that, that that? What was the publisher? It says created by Molly Schofield and Lewis Pryor. Um, let me see the creative team. Adam. Yeah, it says Kevin Shaw. So the art is there, but I don't. What That's does the it art, say? Yeah. Pat Shand. It's created by Molly. Sure, Sho but... Molly Schofield. She's not credited in this, but she's listed as the creator <laughs> publisher. Is she the one that writes uh, the current stuff with him? I've I've heard her name before. I have too, but I can't remember if Tasty. Let me look up Tasty. Is that the one we read, Tasty, or is it? What was the other one? I don't know the different. Do you remember the last Pat Shan one we covered? What was it called? I remember the theme. It was about. Yeah, that's weird. And this, this Kickstarter, it doesn't really say. It just says Pat Shan writes comics. It doesn't like list him as the writer, but not clear, clearly he was the writer. Yeah, I think Molly Schofield was the publisher. Maybe co-creator of the character. Yeah, it could be. This is interesting. I mean, let me look up Tasty. I know Tasty's one of them, but I can't remember what. What's your question? Called. If she's the co-writer of Tasty. I think he might have co-wrote it with his wife. What is his wife's name? Amy Shand. Okay. I know he's done some stuff with her. I've I swear to God though I've heard this lady's name before. Molly, yeah, I have as well. I just can't it's very place it. Familiar name. Does it say? 
doesn't. I'm gonna see eight created. What else have they done? They've done Minx. Did you get that? Minx with two X's? No. Well well, is it was it a Kickstarter? Yeah. Did you get it? No. Let me see. Oh, but it was by Molly Schofield. Oh, Minx Cyberpunk? Yeah. That's weird. Minx Cyberpunk. Just... This looks familiar, but it. I either didn't record it or. Real by our comics. But it doesn't list her Amazed, name on here. That's it. Be Amazed Studios. That's the publisher. Be Amazed. Earth Outlaws. Minx. And Mutant, Mutant Chasers. Chasers. I don't think I have any one of these. The BM, the Mink Cyberpunk looks so familiar that I think I have it and I just didn't I didn't put it in the database. It 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 looks I'm looking at the covers right now and it just looks so familiar. I like the art. It's nice. Oh, I do have it. I have issues one and two. I just don't have oh, it under. Oh, that's Pat Chan too. Yeah. Why don't I have it? Did I, I have it? Is I'm it spelled it. wrong? <laughs> I oh, I, I spelled it wrong. That's why I didn't have it. I add. <laughs> I added it to the database as M I N X. Oh, I do have it. <laughs> <laughs> and it's and it's M I N X X. I have number one and two. Yeah, me too. All right, high five. <laughs> so I can delete. High five. I can good. delete my entry. Mine is a manual entry, and oh, that, that's a good because I cleaned up my database too. I'm going to delete what I entered. Cause, cause whatever somebody else entered entered in way more information than I had, and they put the images of the comic, which is way better. Oh, I yeah, never scan in the images. Yeah, they're not. I, I looked. I, I looked at this cover, and I, t I said, God, this looks familiar. You recognized it. I don't think I've read it, but I have it. So that, but that Kickstarter that, image is beautiful. Is it just the one with the girl walking down the street in that miniskirt? It's a girl walking down the street and some netting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Who did the art on this? Oh, here's just some images. Romano Malera, Malerna. No. Molinar. Oh, I like his art. I'm oh, into shit. it. Oh, shit. I deleted the wrong one. <laughs> and the whole database crashed. Ugh. Apparently, Romano Molinar has done X-Men, Witchblade, Detective Comics, Birds of Prey. God, I hope I didn't delete the wrong one. Oh, no. You just ruined the database for everyone. No, for myself. 
their database i don't know app. how they check it <laughs> no i have to upload any change i didn't upload anything i wouldn't have ruined it for anyone totally ruined m-i-n-x minx yeah i deleted the right one yay don't delete minx m-i-n-x wasn't that a dc comic minx there is m-i-n-x the minx is it a vertigo yes it's a vertigo Maybe. i don't have that Ooh, but it has a uh, sean phillips on art cover yeah oh what is this <laughs> i don't know i have i'm only missing one issue though i should put that on my want list what year is this because i didn't buy it 1998 that makes sense but it's peter milligan and sean phillips that had to be good right anna schwartz is living in confusing times her boyfriend is pressuring her to have sex for which she's not all certain she's ready. Meanwhile, the world is going insane over the return of the monkey god, a being who is traveling through space and is due to arrive on Earth in a few weeks. In the meanwhile, people called message receivers have been able to sense the monkey god thoughts and have begun preaching his religion. As if that weren't bad enough, Anna has been hearing voices of her own. Her voices are from the minks, an imaginary childhood champion has returned with vengeance and now seems to want to control her body as anna deals with the voices in her head a hermaphrodic killer i don't know what that means i've never seen that spelling um is stalking the city using sex and a scalpel to hunt down the children of the monkey god that sounds weird a hermaphroditic is that what it was it's hermaphroditic yeah yeah that's so hermaphrodite is that what it means yeah yeah male and female Mm -hmm. body parts that's eight issues or yeah sounds good i'm only missing one i have to pick up that last missing issue (laughs) i put it on my want list yeah, it should be an easy book to get. That's probably two bucks at, on mycomicshop.com. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I forgot. It's, speaking of finishing series and Doom Patrol, I finally finished Doom Patrol Volume 2. Oh, that's good. Because I, I still... I was listening to a podcast. What was I listening to? Bronze and Modern Gods. And hmm. they were talking about one of the co-hosts was saying that he he loved Doom Patrol like I did, and then he loved Grant Morrison Doom Patrol. And then when Rachel Pollock came on, he, he dropped it mm-hmm. because he said he didn't understand it. And I did the same thing. I, dra- I dropped it exactly when Rachel Pollock... <laughs> I read one or two of her issues, and I couldn't sure. comprehend them. Um, so... I, I need to pick those issues up. And I did you read the Rachel Pollock Doom Patrol? I loved the Rachel Pollock Doom Patrol. Okay. I was getting that when it was coming out. But I mean that was a long that was a long time ago. I didn't but, understand yeah, so it, I but looked... I, I didn't get that far. So I like I, I didn't read all yeah. of it in its entirety. I read two issues. I'm like, what am I reading? 
It, it worked for my brain at that time, so. Yeah. But I got, but I, I was able, the, so the only issues I was missing were the. That was your flex. acid trip years, right? <laughs> You're yeah, tripping acid. That was college, yeah, college <laughs> years. And that's the, why it made sense to you. You're like, wow, this is awesome. The magic mushroom years. <laughs> no, that was, that was, call, that was when I was studying. My brain was, that was probably when my brain was so fried from studying so much that it needed really weird stuff to, to decompress. Yeah. <laughs> but, oh yeah. So all I needed was a couple of the, the I think it was like the Flex Mentalo, what's his name? Flex Mentalo. Oh, the mini series? Mentalo. No, his first appearance in Doom Patrol. So those, like his first and second appearance were the only issues I was missing, and those used to be like expensive. I don't know, twenty five, thirty dollars, but they've come down. Oh yeah, so I got them for like eight bucks, eight bucks each. So I was like, good so enough. You, fi you finished it. So I finished it. Well, that's good. Yeah. I need so to, now uh... I can. It's kind of like what what my goal is is to uh, finish Doom Patrol. I have everything after that. And I have everything through the Grant Morrison. I just mm -hmm. need to get the Rachel Pollock issues. Pollock. And I need to finish Volume 1 and My Greatest Adventure. Except I have the fir their first appearance. So, like, the expensive, expensive ones are... They're, they're not cheap, though. I shouldn't say they're... Um, I... for, for good condition... Silver Age Doom Patrols, they're, you know, in the $60 to 100 range, depending yeah. on the condition. I was just looking at VG and below, so they weren't too bad. So the only thing we have left is uh, exciting comics. And we got talking about Ultra Shock Boom, which was a Kickstarter. That's This is fascinating. because Wait, don't we have Absolution? Oh yeah, we have Absolution still. I forgot about that one. That's my favorite. Um, you know, it's funny. In my last DCBS order, I got another copy of Absolution number one. That's because they're <laughs> the Frank the Frank Cho cover even. Interesting. You got a different one. <laughs> Mine looks yeah. like a movie poster. My cover. Yeah, that's the one I. I have a couple copies of that one. I. That one looks good. That one doesn't have the number on it, does it? Uh, I'm not gonna put on my reading glasses. I can't find so the old. I can't find the number one on this issue. Mm, no, it doesn't. <laughs> it does not have a number one. Smart. Don't put a number on your comics. I hate that. Put a goddamn number on there. But uh, we're we're gonna talk exciting comics twenty one and twenty two. All right, exciting. What? Caught up. Well, can you tell me on twenty two, what were the type? What were the series that were covered in twenty two? Did it have another? Sumo ultra... boy. Oh, it had another no, sumo boy. Have... Yeah, sumo boy, big house blues, fallen justice, and nothing man. Classic lineup. 
Oh, wow. I like all of those. The one I'm starting to tail off on, like I, I don't get it as much, is the uh, Nothing Man. I liked it more earlier on. Now it seems like it's it has a lot of characters, and I'm getting a little lost. In, yeah, I. Like, I'm I'm totally getting agree. a little lost in the theme. Fallen Justice, I'm still on board for that, because yeah. it's kind of like a Superman gone bad. Um, at least we think. Uh, well, he's got the tumor. I I forgot. I totally forgot he had the tumor. Uh, that they diagnosed him with that tumor, and he's kind of losing his shit. Mm-hmm. Um. And then it had Pat Shan's, uh, at least the first issue of uh, Ultra Shock Boom. This is not the first time that they've had Kickstarter materials hit the Antarctic books. Because I know Jungle Jungle Comics brought that one comic that I liked a lot. I just can't Mm. think of the name of it. It's a jungle girl that has like this tiger head. No, that we we we've also seen it in horror comics. I had bought that one. Uh, yeah, the vampire. Ni- ni- yeah, Nyok Nyok whatever her was that ninja chick. Oh, that was so good. Yeah, Ni- <laughs> Niobe, Niobe, wasn't it? I think it was Niobe. But I had bought the Kickstarter, so they're getting a lot of Kickstarter materials and putting yeah. them in but these it, anthologies. But it makes sense because creators who have done a Kickstarter for creator owned stuff and own it once they've done the Kickstarter and it's been out a while and they've been selling it at conventions. Why not put it in exciting comics? Cause then you're going to expose it to a bigger audience. So, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's a good way of getting more money and getting new eyes on your material. And if you do it separated enough from your Kickstarter, then you won't piss off people. <laughs> right. There was that one, too, that I had bought the Kickstarter, and it was in color, and then when it showed up on Antarctic, it was black and white. Yeah, that and was the Vampire Girl. Yeah, it was, that was awesome, because... Actually, the black oh, man, and white, black and white the was, black and white was better, I thought, than the color. Was, that art was amazing. I still remember it. Yeah. There been some good art in that in that uh that western vampire one. Yeah. That one I don't know if was a Kickstarter. I know that was a European. Uh, I think that was thing. just a yeah. I think that was just a European book. So right, what Pat, are we talking about? Pat, Pat Shand 21. and Kevin Shaw did uh, a comic book called Ultra Shock Boom. It was a Kickstarter, mm-hmm. which I didn't know was a Kickstarter. You did. Um, you didn't buy that one, though, right? You didn't buy that Kickstarter? No. I, I think I might own the comic, but I didn't get the Kickstarter. I think I picked it up later. Okay. But I didn't read it. The art style looks this very familiar, um, like Pop Mon, or I can't remember who the artist is, but this guy looks very familiar yeah. to that style. And yeah, this is like sort of like a exaggerated kind of style. Yeah, it, uh, it's sort of like a a teenage hero coming of age story. He gets powers 
He's struck by lightning. I like how he has his parents who's a psychiatrist and a psychologist. But uh, he's constantly getting analyzed by his parents. And I like how he, like, after he got hit by lightning, he, like, passed out in his neighbor's <laughs> lawn. In his neighbor's lawn, and the neighbor reports. Well, did, did the sister find out about it? And she was, like, trying to bust him to the parents. Yeah. The sister saved his ass, actually. Because she says, I need to take you to school. Yeah. Was that the brand new one, Barb? Or was it in the water upside down? Or Oh, that one's the one that rolled down the, the hill. <laughs> when I dropped the water cooler and all the ice fell out. He rolled down the driveway. Down the driveway. Yeah, I, she she uh, brought out her creamer to have some coffee because I bought her breakfast and the top part just leaking. Living out of a cooler is not fun. <laughs> the struggle is real. Yeah. It's like not having a... Well, if you look at your appliances, they're they're pretty key, like to your livelihood, like a refrigerator, a, a dishwasher. I, I you could take or leave her because I could wash it in the sink as long as sure. I have water. Okay. Yeah. The microwave is tough because that's how you reheat things. That right, one's like just, a, a must have as a microwave. Go back to the stove. Your your fucking water cool your your temperature. What do you call it? The wa- water heater. That's that's key too, or else you can't really shower unless you could take a cold shower. Right, you know, you have to take a bath and heat up water on the stove. Yeah, heat it on the stove. And then you the, have to, then you got to share. The whole family has to share the water. Yep. And then you take quick baths. The uh, the heater is pretty like you can live without an air conditioner, but a heater in the winter it is it, it's if you don't have a heater. Oh my God! Yeah. You have to resort to like blankets, like just cover yourself up and hope you don't freeze to death. But <laughs> I'm yeah, you 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 probably get by a, a couple weeks, depending on the time of year, <laughs> and be okay, because you could use blankets. Um, but you know those are key. The refrigerator is key. Like a freezer and a refrigerator, it's oh God, it's hard to live without. A, yeah, sto- a stove, a too, is things. very important, like, to be able to cook stuff, you know, on the range and put things in the oven. Well, back in the old days, they had the, the uh, whatever, the, what's it called? The fire stoves? Yeah, the fire, yeah, whatever they called them. They used to use that for cooking and for heating. Yeah, I forgot what those were called, the fire stoves. I know what you're talking about because I've seen one at. Yeah. Yeah, that. I think Barbara's aunts have one inside of the shed. I think there's something in there that looks like an old heater stove. I got to go in there because they needed a pot, and I don't think anybody had gone in there in like months. (laughs) 
and I felt like Indiana Jones as you walk through the spider webs, like, <laughs> like you know how he like wafts through all and there's like spiders all over your body. <laughs> I felt awful. I was like, and I had went in with like a uh, a stick just so I could try to like clean the spider webs off before Damn, I went in. By the way, yeah, it was pretty crazy. They they live on a big part of land because Barbara's grandfather and uh, ancestors farmed land. So they... God, that, how much acres? Maybe three acres? Four acres? It's three to four acres um, nice. of land that they have. Um, mm-hmm. But it's zoned for farming. So like if they have to get special approvals if they want to change and build houses on there where you have electricity yeah. and plumbing and all that stuff because it's zone zone for farming and they right. had they had chili and corn and stuff there fairly recently but now that one of the uncles passed uh i don't know how much they're going to do with the farm but uh where was I going with that? I don't remember. Oh, we were talking about a wood stove. <laughs> That's how we got there. But that has nothing to do with Ultrashock Boom. No, Ultrashock Boom is a a kid who gets powers. Passes out. Doesn't really understand his power. His powers are, seem like they're electrical based, but he also has a power of premonition. Like he could like see things that are going yeah, to happen. He has a vision of something. Yeah, of something happening at his sister's school. College. Yeah, she's in college and he's in high school. Yeah. And he tries to call nine one one, but blows up his phone. And he gets there, and then there's a person, like a girl that's getting materials there and she has similar powers that that he has and they get in a fight and she has to report yeah, back says, to her team that she like, failed you gotta be kidding me you're a striker too yeah and he's like i'm a what <laughs> and then she's got a a boss that looks like bane and then it shows a military group well, the military has their own group that seems they have a team yeah, have of an powers. electrical powers, too. Well, at least Bolt does. Yeah, we don't know what the other ones have yet. <laughs> One seems like a ninja with guns. I don't know what Darkstep does. Jake Littlepage looks like a scientist of some sort, where he's going to give you a a rectal exam. Oh, he's getting, yeah, he's getting ready to <laughs> examine you. Yeah, bend over. Bend over. And Gruterra's just looks like he's an athlete ready to kick some ass. I don't know. Yeah, goodness. What kind of powers does he have where he's, he's putting on gloves? <laughs> <laughs> White surgical gloves. <laughs> I don't want to know what your powers are, dude. Jake Littlepage? <laughs> if, if I was... Yeah, if I was up against a bad guy and he he put on like the white like doctor gloves, I'd be like, oh, I'm out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what your powers are, but it's not gonna be good. And then he he has <laughs> lube, lube in the other hand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <lube. laughs> 
I'm I'm surprised he's not called uh, Jake Prostate Exam or something like that <laughs> instead of Little Page. <laughs> but that was a fun story. I, I liked it. He always writes good yeah. oh, dialogue. Yeah, like kind of story. It felt like a teenager. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, he does a real good job of characterization and putting in little. Uh... <clears throat> I guess characteristics of the of the the people in the story that get you to learn about them quickly, mm-hmm. kind of get those little personalities. There was another issue of Fallen Justice. Uh, he is currently attacking the jail and trying to kill. Not comedy. Comedy's already dead. Tragedy, right? Is tragedy the one that's alive? He already he already killed at the bank robbery one of the brothers. Yeah, I can't remember which. Yeah, I think it's the. I think you're right. I think tragedy's still alive, and he caused uh, a breakout with like Jamie the Multi Man, like from Madrox uh, from the X Men. He had those abilities to manipulate himself, and then his former team was watching him on TV, and. Uh, they were like, "Oh, we got, we gotta bring him in. He's he's lost his shit." And his girlfriend is also super powered. Wants to to help him because she's obviously cares about him. And they go to battle, and uh, they don't fare too well against him. He pretty much uh, gets away and handles yeah. them. And there's and a it, couple of notable things like. Because one of the characters made like an illusion of his girlfriend getting hurt. Oh yeah. But he didn't really seem to be. Too, he didn't seem to be too bothered by it. But he did freak out because her face was all burned. Like. Because he's like, yeah. oh god, no! Stop, please get away. He like loses his shit for a bit. But then he 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 gets it back pretty quickly. And then he later on, head. she uh, confronts the doctor. Um, right. Yeah, because she wants to find out what's going on with him. She, so she says about the tumor. Forces the doctor to yeah tell him or tell her what happened. Nothing, man. I'm kind of getting lost in because I, I don't like the two girls that were traveling with them. I don't yeah. remember, like, it seems like now they're sexually attracted to one another. <laughs> and I, I, I don't know, like, what's going on. Like, they, they don't even seem like the same characters to me. Um, and then they're in that city, and the... Yeah, Paradise City, where the grass ha- is green. He seems to have, like, a, uh, a clone brother that... It's called yeah, he Super Molus. And they they start throwing You shall call me Slip Supreme Supremus. 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 The the font is kind of uh Man, this firecracker funky. girl cannot get clothes on, no matter what she does. Well, they're making love, and she still has that weird bra on. <laughs> she doesn't want to show the her nips. Tiny bikini. 
Yeah. She's got to cover the nips. The nips are still Even covered you can with see that. See the nips through the shirt. I mean, the breast is all exposed, but she's got those little. Oh. So this was interesting. You, you haven't read it yet, but in the next issue, there's a yeah. different inker. You'll love this. There's a different inker, and it like the art changes a l- little bit. It's interesting. For the to, better or less, for uh, the worse? There's less nips. <laughs> I kind of like the nips, like the though. I'm, I'm a fan because every every girl here has the nip. Like They're all cold. It's very cold, yeah. No, their their nips are, they're, the temperature they're, must be really low because either that or they're well, aroused. Because they're not, they're not wearing a lot of clothes and it's cold out. It's chilly. Well, even this one girl that's that's going after them is on the cell phone, and she's she had her nips are like hard, and then the girl in the background. This girl's got wearing the Hawkeye. She her girl, nips are hard too. The, the girl with the like implant in her forehead, she's wearing like a leather bikini, and you can see her nips through the leather. <laughs> <laughs> that is maybe that's why our, our fire power girl wears those black thing, the black bra, because you can't see her nips. She's like, I don't want these <laughs> nips poking out like everybody else. I want to wear a black, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You must know she's <laughs> special. Well, as they're wa- as they're walking in this one area, that one girl in the background isn't even wearing a top. <laughs> Do you see her? She's the blonde. Uh, oh yeah, the, yeah. Oh yeah. She's, <laughs> she doesn't even have. She's like, why bother? What the fuck? <laughs> You're, that's right. You can see my nips anyway. So. <laughs> well, the one girl well, that rescued the naked guy. The the hero of the story, Nothing Man, at the beginning with the tight shorts. Her nips are really poking out of that top. Yeah, but that's because she was wearing hardly anything in the middle of winter. <laughs> oh, yes, we have established that it's wintertime. <laughs> because of the temperature. Even in the building, it's they must not have any heat whatsoever. Yeah, it's expensive. Well, that's in that yeah, in that one. There's a girl like passed out in a chair, and you can see her nips. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta find that page. Let's see. That's a lot of ass shots too. Yeah, that's crazy. Wow. Holy crap, this girl had... What? Yeah, that's kind of neat. I I never noticed the nipples on every female character. Just On on this, like, kind of splash page? With the woman on the cell phone? The one with the woman on the cell phone? Yeah. Like, one one of her nips is, like, pointing out to the side. (laughs) Yeah. And then you can see her uh, down below area. Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> Those pants are so tight. In the, the girl in the white, she's like nipping out left and right. <laughs> oh, yeah. The arrow hero? The, yeah, the arrow. The white arrow or whatever you want to call her. Yeah. 
How come looking, a guy? How come a guy? Like, you'd think the guy's nipples would be hard too. <laughs> you think? Wow, that one girl that's sitting passed out on the next page, with that pink armor, looks like she's pregnant. <laughs> Doesn't it? I think she is. Wow. But she's not even She doesn't even have a top. Her breasts are exposed. Either that or... I don't think... Oh, yeah, it's hard to tell. That's a terrible outfit, then. That is a terrible... <laughs> for a pregnant... Well, maybe... <laughs> maybe her belly's getting so big that she just has to have these stretching strands that go down. That used to cover her. Yeah. But now it's all stretched out. Man, there's a lot of nipplage. What? Why do they have monitors like all up the wall like that? Like, I wonder you can't why see those monitors way up there. It should be equal though. Like, Supremus should have his nipples exposed too. You think? And there's a, there's one picture of like the dude. Yeah, when Supremus is coming down, his like groin area is like smooth. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think there. I can see two balls. I think that's his butt cheeks. Okay. <laughs> I don't think he has a penis. Oh, I think it's like hanging to the left. Do you see it? That bulge? <laughs> <laughs> I think that's just a delt or something. Yeah, because he's got one on each side. <laughs> you can see his abs, though, to be fair. Man, there's a lot of nipples. <laughs> this one girl has a pierced lip. I think it's the arrow girl. I like the way he draws, though. It's so... I do like the art. What is... <laughs> it looks a lot like exaggerated, like that one company that didn't last but a year, Overlord or Overlook or whatever that was. Everything Over, just overground. Oh, underground. No, over. It was overground. Something, I think. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Kind of looks exaggerated like that. Like which artist? That China. I don't know. Remember. Yeah. What happens in the Nothing Man on the next issue? Uh. Oh, that's. There's a flashback. Oh, you find out of Chaotica. How you find out how Chaotica got her implant in her head. Okay, I know who Chaotica is then. She's, and she's given a mission leather. to kill her brother Zane. Nothing, man. So in this one, there's no nipples. There's less nipples in the next one, unfortunately. I'm looking through it now to see. Oh, there's there still is nipples, but it's not as. It's not. Maybe the temperature just got up. I guess there's still. Yeah, there's still nipples, but they're more realistic. The bees. Yeah, there's a showdown between him and his brother in the next one. 
That's weird. Nobody uploaded a cover for 21, 22. So does he okay, say that again? He has a throwdown with his brother? Yeah. Okay. What happens between our two heroines, the, the fire the fire lady and the other that are having that lesbian relationship. Oh, the, I don't remember if they touched back on the, they don't talk about them at all. I don't remember. Let me flip through here. Is she still wearing that little black nipple cover? Yeah. They're not in this. They're not in next issue. Oh, that sucks. They're still in bed, I guess. Okay. And then you had sumo boy. Last last we know, he got hit by a car, and um, his friend found out that he was Sumo Boy. So what happens in this issue? It's amazing that I remember all these anthologies. <laughs> like I I can't. If you told me to remember this for the Image anthology, I wouldn't remember shit, except for maybe the Jeff Johns story, and the one with the black and white girl protecting the little boy. Um, but I remember all of these, ser like, I, I remember these stories. I could tell you about it from beginning to end. So what, what happens with Sumu Boy in this one? So in this one, he's, he's walking down the street and he's trying to figure out what to do about his friend who now knows he has powers. Yeah. And he sees, uh, this fire guy in a fight with the police and there's a, a little girl who's cowering on the street. So he goes in and rescues the little girl. And then the fire guy sees Sumo Boy and he's like, that's it for you. And he shoots fireballs at him and says, nice knowing you kid. But then Sumo Boy lives and comes out and punches the dude. But how does, but then, he, how does he not catch fire? Because all we know is he weighs like two tons, right? I don't know. He doesn't. He's, he's indestructible. He survives he, it. So he lights him up and it with fire and it doesn't affect his skin at all? No, it just burns off his shirt. Ah. But then the uh, there's a news crew who filmed the whole thing, so now, so now he's been exposed to the world. Oh, no. So now not only his friend knows, but everyone not knows. Not everyone knows. But they don't know who he is yet. He's just some kid on the street. Okay, and Fallen Justice? What is this that one about? I'll have to... Let me flip to it. Because we know his girlfriend finds out about his tumor. From oh, the yeah. previous issue. And he defeated his team. So what happens after he defeated his team and... <clears throat> so he he passes out and then she the girl friend goes to um her old uh whatever it's called her old uh cuz she was Dina girl she goes to her old fortress, basically, where her old team is, mm -hmm. who she she hates them now. <clears throat> and 
to their secret base and she goes to see a prisoner, Simon Hurst. And I can't remember what she's trying to get from him. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure. I don't remember. Does it show our, our main villain, it's... Superman? Is he off doing something? The main guy, he passed out. Oh, because of the tumor? Yeah, he he was flying away from the scene and he crashed into a building and passed out. Probably killed a dozen people. <laughs> it happens. And then we go to where... Uh, what are their names? Uh, oh, the the guy who can duplicate himself in comedy or hanging out... Yeah. Like in a warehouse. And some dude shows up who Iron 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 Pants <laughs> shows up. <laughs> He's like an Iron Man guy. Give us Iron Pants. Does he just have Iron Pants? <laughs> he does have Iron Pants. Well, he but, has Iron but the, Suit. So. Okay, it's an Iron Suit, but they call him Iron Pants. Iron Pants. Iron Pants. That's his name. Couldn't have been more. And they're they're talking about. I don't think Iron Pants is uh, long for this world. (laughs) (laughs) And they're talking about justice and how how he he's he seemed like he's been weakened and how they were able to beat him. So they say, he says he'll be coming for me soon. When he does, he'll have a surprise waiting for him. And then the Theta Justice wakes up in the building and and wants to go see his girlfriend, so he, is, he flies off. And then he, he gets home and he... Oh, yeah, he listens to the answering machine. Let's see. Carrie, listen, I know we've had our differences, but... Ben has to be stuck. Oh, it's the message from the doctor. Because the doctor called the girlfriend, I think in the last issue, and left the message saying that he needs to be stopped. And that's uh, why they... Because that's why she went to see the doctor, because they're trying to and come he, up with a he plan. And he heard the message then. Yeah, and he heard the message now, so he knows that his girlfriend has turned on him. Even though she's just trying to help him. Ah, And is that how it ends? Yeah, that's how it ends. And then you have the cell block one, right? Yeah, Big House Blues. Let's see, where do we leave off on that story? I thought he was fighting. He was running outside of his house, and he had to fight some big... Oh, yeah, they they just pulled the the Satan dude into jail. Oh, (laughs) yeah, that's right. They arrested the demon guy. Yeah. Yeah, well, that was a couple of issues. When was the last one? It's, it's been, been a while. It's been at least five issues, I think. Man, I can't even find the last one. <clears throat> yeah, it's been a while. So, yeah, it's Baphomet. So he's in jail, and the, the, the main guard is questioning him. Oh, because remember 
in in the escape. I can't remember in the escape or whatever, but they found some stuff that seemed to be like demon related. Mm. So Baphomet says it was probably a demon who was upset that he was imprisoned. And then, let's see. So they take him to a cell. Oh, and he talks to the spiky dude, the porcupine guy who who, who was there. And what did they say? He's saying he's innocent. And then... It ends with, oh, there's a, something happens in one of the cell blocks, so the main dude runs over there and finds some big dude is punching out the dude with two heads. In the monitor room. Cool. So it's just stuff going on at the in the prison, basically. I'm going to catch up as soon as we're done here. I'm just going to read that one before I jump in the shower. No, I'll, i got to fix this mini fridge first. Yeah, 22 is good, though, in that it just kind of continues yeah. all the ongoing stories. Cool. Well, we have Absolution. What did you give uh, exciting comics? You're just your typical four out of five, or yeah, I don't give it anything. Oh, I gave up on reading it because I enjoy it. So you gave up I'm just on enjoying rating it. it. Yep, I don't rate it. I just read it. I'm still enjoying it. How about Absolution? What did you give it? Absolution. Let me look. I gave. I gave four to five. I did the same. I almost gave it a five out of five, but the whole internet thing kind of threw me out. I didn't like that. I didn't like that the that she's sort of like streaming data. That was the whole concept. <laughs> I, well, I, I like I like the part of absolution, you know, like seeking. Yeah, so it's a woman who, she was a contract killer with 158 kills, and then she got caught. And then they kind of, like, turned her into cyber tech. That's what it looks like to me. They operated on her. Yeah, because they found that she had, like, lesions in her brain that were causing her to kill without remorse. And then, yeah, they gave her implants and a chance to, to live because she live streams the missions she sent on, right? Yeah. Is that what it is? But it seems like the it seems like the people that are watching aren't too enthused with her. Well, isn't her survival based on like the ratings she gets? Yeah, but she's it seems like even the creators of the whole technology are not thrilled with how she's performing. Yeah, that's right. the impression. Even the commentators on the that are tweeting on the about the her broadcast are not too positive. 
Yeah, and there's people in the studio too. Like this is a big deal, I guess. <clears throat> in society now. These these absolution killers. I like the uh, Diodato art for sure. It looks awesome. Yeah, he's a beast. And I have uh, one of my one of my favorite actors is in this. Let me see if I can guess. I can't remember. I can't remember his name though. Even though he's one of my favorite actors, because I'm well, old. Well, which part is uh, he play in the story? He's Nixon. The the guy that's had the two prostitutes in there with him. Uh, did he have two prostitutes in there with him? He tries to convince the. She's just going to assassinate some guy. Yeah, Lloyd Nixon. Yeah, the guy who she's <laughs> gonna kill. Him, yeah. He had two other like assassins with him in the bed. He was fucking them. Oh yeah. And he he tries to convince yeah. her to join him. And become one of his girls, and she blows his brains out, and then she she's attacked by all of uh, his his armed guard. Yeah, his forces. Yeah. Yeah, that guy. He's one of my favorite actors. But I don't know what his name is. Do you recognize him? Uh. uh let me show Barb. Maybe she'll recognize him, but. So, and I remember his name. Now. But what is what has he been in? He's French, so he's oh, been in a lot of French stuff. But he's been in some American it. stuff. I think he was in like a Pink Panther movie or something. Do you recognize this actor? He kind of looks in one panel like uh, Madden, John Madden. <laughs> Who? Danny. Um, Ayalola or Ayalola or no? Is that his name? No. <laughs> he says no. He says it's some French guy. <clears throat> what was this big American? Gerard in... Depardieu. Yeah, Gerard Depardieu. I don't think he looks like Gerard Depardieu. That's uh. He does. He looks exactly like. Him. <laughs> Not at all. Like a mod, like currently. Have you seen? I him? I I I agree with Barb. He looks like Danny Aiello or whatever his name was. Ah, that's one hundred percent Gerard Depardieu. Once no, him, no way. Like, Gerard Depardieu from Green Card? No fucking yeah. way. Yeah. Have you seen him recently? He's put on a lot of weight. Oh, I haven't seen him recently. Yeah. I that's I know he looks him like from now. like Green Card and Father's Day. Or whatever, where he has to raise the daughter or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, that was... This looks like Danny Aiello to me. That... We we should call yeah, him... Yeah, green card say... was 30 years ago, so... <laughs> <laughs> he's Yeah, he, he's changed a little bit in 30 years. I How old know. is he now? He must be in his 60s. I haven't seen him in a movie... Right around green, green card, he was blowing up. Like he had become popular. He was yeah. in like Sereno de Bergiac and he was in uh, Green Card, and like Father's Day, and he was he was in a bunch of different movies. And then I haven't seen him since. Like I, we were not watching the same movies. Yeah, he's been doing a lot of French stuff. 
trying to see what his last big American one was. I love Green Card. It has been a while. That's my favorite, one of my favorite movies. I like it a lot. I like when they have to test him. And he's like... Oh yeah, I forgot. He was in the Asterix movie. He was, he's Obelix. I didn't know. Is he the voice of? Is it an animated? No, it's live action. I didn't know they made a live action movie <laughs> of that. They did. Isn't he a Viking little cartoon character? Yeah. Huh. Man, he's been in a lot of movies. Hey, Barb, you know how Facebook thinks I live in New Mexico? They have a place called Zoo Hot Pot. It's genuine Chinese hot pot in Albuquerque. You get to personalize your own dining experience with our assorted menu. I love how Facebook thinks I live in Albuquerque because I'd rather have it be there because I learn about a lot of different Oh, so you get ads for that area? I get ads for that area and I, I really like it because I learn about like kamikaze burgers and all kinds of stuff and I learn about like what the home costs are like housing and construction <laughs> and all kinds of stuff because it's highly highly likely I'm going to end up there I think, I, I think, um, it, it, I, I don't know. It, it's, pro, it's probable. Um, well, because, it, because it both are, warmer, both so. are, bo- both our parents are there. It is warmer. Um, we could get a house that's just, or move in with our parents, <laughs> but we, we could, uh, get a house that just doesn't have stairs. Mm-hmm. But uh, we'll, we'll we'll see. Who knows? I like it here, but in in reality, like it it's just Barb and me. Like we don't hang out with any of our. We don't. We used to have friends that we'd hang out with because of softball or or bowling, mm-hmm. but we don't no longer do those things. So. Like we talk to those friends, but but it's few and far between. Like we don't go hang out and go get something to eat or anything. I don't mm-hmm. know if you have friends like that, but if like if I lived lot, next to lot, you, yeah. if I if I lived next to you or Daryl or Rob or any of those guys, I'd probably do. We'd probably do something like once a month, maybe you know, meet mm-hmm. for a restaurant or just do something. But um. Yeah, most of our family and friends are are in New Mexico. Like Yeah. And I'm talking about le- levels of family, like cousins and cousins cousins and um yeah, nieces aunts and, and uncles and like everything. Makes sense. Yeah, I I wouldn't mind retiring someplace warmer than Illinois. Yeah, um, you that's one thing about getting older is like I totally get why people move to Florida or go to warmer climate mm-hmm. because your joints and stuff as they get colder, like all you you feel like all your injuries you in cold temperatures. 
like you can even feel when the climate's getting colder like you're like oh shit a cold front's coming in my knees and my ankles are bothering me like <laughs> so i i get i get the warmth thing i get just wanting to be warmer be d- too be done with the snow and <laughs> yeah the cold and does not have to deal with it yeah could break a hip on ice true it's dangerous it's hard to get around mm-hmm. your walker could slide on the ice the the back matter of absolution was kind of interesting because uh he talked about like peter milligan talked about how he came out with this and it had yeah, to came do with the some, idea, yeah. some guy he met um who was always trying to confess or let's see sins of confession and receive absolution it was about a kid i got a kick out of this because me and you talked about this no, uh, during confession we've always talked about never really doing anything bad so yeah, we made knew. we made up <laughs> shit right we went to the priest and says, the lying to my parents i lied to my parents <laughs> i I, I I left this on, or I did this. Uh, you know, you, you you'd always yeah, you, come up with you sin. Make up something. <laughs> yeah, I lied. I stole. I I did whatever I needed to do because of this, and now yeah, forgive me for my sins. It is ironic that the act of going to confession caused you to lie. <laughs> it caused you to sin to a priest. That's right. <laughs> I'd like to confess because I'm gonna about to lie to you. <laughs> <laughs> that is my sin. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, Peter Milligan knew somebody like this, so that's what this story inspired by that. And I thought it was like totally interesting. Yeah. About that. Because I get that. It sounds like the friend kind of got off on it though, because he would like make up stuff. You get a joy out of coming up with something. <laughs> get, yeah. Getting absolved for something he never did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's kind of neat. Yeah. So yeah. So the concept is, this woman is a contract killer, and can can she be absolved for? killing that many people i mean could you ever be absolved for killing you know 150 people or are you just doomed yeah <clears throat> marissa tomei turned 58 today oh happy birthday to marissa tomei yeah those books you were looking for That's good. Used books are good. Plus, you could trade them. I don't know if we have a Don's paperback books, but you don't really get. They don't really get shit. Like it's like you. Oh really? I think what Mark was getting is he'd be able to like trade twelve books for two books. So like you turn in twelve, you get two. Two. But. And you couldn't select anything on the hot, the hot bestseller list or something like that. It had its weird, ex- yeah. Cool.
I was thinking about the guy that I, I bought some comics from because he, he made a funny remark. He's like, you keep all your stuff in a... He's an older guy, but I don't know how much older than me. I would say maybe 10 years. Would you think that guy has 10 years on me? I'd say he has 10 years on me. What does Barb think? She says he's in his 70s. I don't think he's in his 70s carrying long boxes into the fucking Comic-Con. <laughs> <laughs> if he, he is, he's in good shape. I don't know. I, I want to ask him that stuff. He but he, he's, he's, he's pretty knowledgeable about stuff. And he knows I, I uh, keep a database. And he was asking me questions about it. Well, how's that backed up? You know, it's to the cloud. And I keep it on thumb drive. And if I lose my computer, I just go pull it off the cloud. <clears throat> and he was saying, well, here's here's my database. And he pulled out these fucking two big, big-ass fucking binders of handwritten <laughs> fucking... <laughs> I, re- I remember those days. <clears throat> and I, I said, you know, I used to do that. And I, I told him the one thing that I, I found is I was buying a lot of stuff I already had. Like I was... Mm-hmm. I, it, it just wasn't as intuitive to me to keep track of what I had and what I didn't have. So I said, like, all my duplicates are because of that. But, yeah. This guy would sell a lot more. Like, I would have bought a couple more things, but he's cash only, too. Like, he's old school, old school. Yeah, I remember you saying think I think most people get that attachment for your phone, and then they just slide the, you know, card reader in there. Yeah. Yeah, you can get one of those for. I think they're free. Yeah, because they you Visa or whoever makes whoever makes yeah, those they, damn they, they get they make a service charge off yeah, of every get, transaction. Right, they get their cut. <clears throat> so all you need is internet and you're you're set. Yep. But our mall has turned into a. It, it's so weird because you used to have Sears and J.C. Penney and mm-hmm. uh, it's turned into like a pop culture extravaganza place like oh here's a pop store and here's oh uh, they they have shoe stores like stuff but a lot Mm -hmm. of the stores are like t-shirt stores and pop culture and calendars and toys and like yeah it's crazy they still have a food court they they tore down sears and they're turning that area into like um apartment buildings okay. matter of fact uh, i read an article that dillard's is is suing for money back because their construction is believed to be causing damage to their um intake like people going there because they can't get oh, there effectively oh, they think it's not a mall anymore yeah Interesting. Yeah, we have, well, we have one big mall by us that's still there and still has the the stores. It's a big, it's a big mall. But then we have a the smaller ones by us. One of them has turned into a outdoor mall. Mm-hmm. Like it's not even in an indoor mall anymore. Actually, another one did that too. So, yeah, two smaller ones have, over the years, just turned into outdoor malls. Or. Strip balls, basically. <laughs> yeah. 
We still have one one big mall though that I think's doing okay. We have two. One's a little more dangerous because there's shootings at night and stuff. <laughs> and then Thanks. there's one that's not as dangerous, but it's turned into something like totally different. They still have a movie theater there, like a state of the art movie theater. And um, th- there's stores there that like perplex me. Like I don't know if they've like dropped dropped. Um... It used to be that like a mall was like top rental like you'd have to pay big bucks to be in a mall and i don't know if they've dropped it because the type of stores like i don't see them pulling in a lot for the niche that they're in yeah so i yeah i don't understand it or how how it works because all the big the big draws of a mall are are no longer there Big retail has died down a lot. I'm so glad that Best Buy's still around because it's like one of the only places I can go get appliances at. It used to be Sears, and I where else do you go besides ordering them online and having them sent? Yeah, we have a abd. Oh, we have Lowe's. Sorry, we have Lowe's and Lowe's and Home Depot have, have gone into appliances. Yeah. So we have we have Lowe's and Home Depot and Best Buy. <clears throat> Do they? I thought the the place here was just all closed. I don't know. I haven't been into Pennies for a while. We still have a JC Pennies, but it's not in a mall. It's like its own JC Pennies. Yeah, its own place. Yeah. yeah we have we still have one in a mall. <clears throat> the mall. What were you gonna say? You started saying something about the dude at the mall, and he was surprised that you had something, but you never. Was it a storage unit or something no, about? No, he, he was just surprised how many comics I had. Like, okay, that's he, that's unruly, and I said, yeah, it is. It's, <laughs> and I said I'm trying to like pare pare it down, but I, I'd like to talk to him about his strategy because he still buys comics like he's still he's still trying to complete his doom patrol and and stuff interesting but but i i'd like to know like how do you no yeah just the logistics of like how he's selling it and like what he's doing with it like and and i don't mean to be his competition or anything but i want to follow that that pattern selling at a mall well, not not selling at a mall. I, I want to. I'm gonna sell on online mostly, but yeah, how, how to? <clears> I might want to have a display at a mall sometime when they do that, like for bigger books that I know I can draw. I'll take a credit card machine though, because I know who's gonna yeah, go get. Sure. If if you have a book over two hundred dollars, like who's gonna go get go to the ATM and be able to pull out? $1,200. You'd have to go drive to a bank. And if you have that money, you know, go pull it out. And <clears throat> anytime you don't get the sale right away, it gives the person a chance to second guess the purchase. Yeah. Because, like, what percentage of people are going to go your, to get money and just you, never Well, your, your instinct is going to be, I want to get it now. And, yeah. it, and I actually almost had that instinct because I had walked, like, a good length of the mall to find an ATM and I got mm-hmm. there and it said cash out. So I was like, do I want to go look for another ATM? And I was like almost contemplating, nah, I'll just, you know, 
not do it because yeah. I only knew I was I was gonna get the Doom Patrol issue and the Doby Gillis at that time because I had him hold them for me like nobody mm-hmm. was gonna look for him anyway I wasn't worried about anybody coming <laughs> and taking that Doom Patrol but uh, yeah there was a lot of cool stuff like I. Uh, it mostly specializes in toys, but damn, I still have that instinct to want some of the toys because of the Marvel Legends. I want to open them up and take them to work mm-hmm. <clears throat> because there's certain characters that are just awesome looking, and I always am tempted by Spawn toys. I, I I'm just drawn into that <laughs> whole Spawn genre. <clears throat> In Savage Dragon, anytime I like run into a Savage Dragon toy, I'm like, Ugh, I don't have that one. Uh, <clears throat> I love Eric Larson's just the way he does comics. I just I I like it way too. way more than any other creator. I, just I was the thinking way, of the way he thinks and stuff. It, it follows into sort of way I think about things and I, I I like him the most out of all those creators like Rob is the most outspoken especially with his podcast now mm-hmm. and I, I like him but he uh, he's a showman he's a showman and he sometimes says things that really kind of piss me off uh, but I, I he's, he's he, very opinionated he, he uh, I forgive him <laughs> more than any other person like he said something about gi joe like he 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 turned the property around but he he like paid no respect that idw is still allowing larry hama to to write the i know that's that's a fucking you he fucking created the whole goddamn thing so like i get pissed off at certain shit yeah yeah, that's way i forgive him rob doing it (laughs) and i on the podcast, he sounds so different, but when he – his online presence gets me more upset than the uh, podcast. Like the podcast, I have nothing – when he talks, I don't usually – he's opinionated, but I, I get it. And I, I, I get that he he gets that he's popular because he made, he's one of the few guys that made millions off of it. Mm-hmm. And he knew when to get out, like – he knew when Extreme was in trouble and he needed to tear down the Camelot, you know? <laughs> so. I saw something. I don't know if it was on Facebook or if I read it, but it was Matt Hawking's. And he, I think it was on Facebook. And he, he said something like he made more money in 1994 than he did from like 2000 to 2007 or something like that <laughs> from 2000 to 2007 matt hawkins said that yeah oh i, I believe I, that i mean no i believe all off on the times <clears throat> i think that was for how much money they made no i i i i believe that for everybody that was involved in image yeah they made so much even money even even with in, inflation like even putting inflation yeah. in part they 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 just skunked it. They they became so big. Yeah, they had, well they're selling so many copies of each issue. But you, it was you, like it, a they, ridiculous amount of money. But <laughs> you know what? The one thing that Rob admits, at least I've heard him say on his podcast, is they hit at the right time. Like there there was a time 
sometimes you just have luck. You know what I mean? Like, it's not because, it's not always because of talent. Talent usually drives it. But sometimes timing, industry right. timing. Right, that was like the peak, like it, the peak yeah, of the collector's they, they hit at the right fucking time. They did what they needed to do at the right exact time. And they were new and fresh. Yeah. And that's what people were looking for at that moment in time. I remember. I was there. Yeah. We were we there. Lived it. We lived it. I remember seeing Rob on TV commercial. Yeah. <laughs> Zip Being fly, excited. button fly, jeans. <laughs> yeah, that was huge when it came out. I posted a copy of uh, Drip Drip cover because I always post what I read on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And uh, Jimmy Robinson, <laughs> he he, uh, he posted a wow. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. <clears throat> so did you watch anything over this holiday break? Yeah, I got a couple things. So I watched a movie. And I'm not sure if where I heard about this movie. It might have been you that told me about it. It's a horror movie. It's called The Night House. The Night House. Did that come from you or from some? Might have come from someone else. Maybe. <laughs> I, I've watched so many horrors that I. That's why I thought it might be you because it was horror. But it's about. It's about a woman who, husband killed himself. Like say six months ago. And she's kind of living in their house, and she starts to hear things, and weird stuff starts to happen. Yeah, I'm, like, ser- uh, I'm searching like to see if I watched it. Ghostly type stuff. Well, that was really good. It what was, was fantastic. What was it on? I just got it on DVD, but I, I, I looked it up to see if it was streaming anywhere, and it said it's going to be on Hulu. Okay. Yeah, I didn't watch like it. Soon. I've been yeah. delinquent, though, writing down stuff, especially when I'm on vacation. Yeah, so I'm not sure where I where I heard it from. But so it's a ghost it's really uh, horror. It falls in the ghost horror genre. Yeah. Is it, is, say, it, yeah. is it her husband? Or is that the twit? The, the... Yeah, I don't want to give anything else that's away. That's the key. That's the key, probably, part yeah. Of the story. Right. Yeah, you don't know until the end. It's good, though. Like, the acting is really good. The The characters are really good. And the, the mystery is interesting. It was just really, it was really well done. I recommend it. What else? And then my exercise show... I took your advice and started watching uh, Warrior Nun. The first season or the yeah, second? Yeah, first first season. Better yeah, than I... it's better than the second, I will say that. But oh, is it? <clears throat> I, I think heard so. People that like the second season better, but anyway. I like the first season better. Yeah, I've watched the first. The first two episodes were amazing. Yeah. And then the third one was a little slower, but I'm still into it. I like it. The actress that plays her reminds me of uh, the actress that was in Juno, except a different, like she has more meat on the bone than Juno. I think she looks like uh, Jennifer Lawrence. 
kind of. I, I see the, I see, I, I see where you're getting that from. Like her, her face. I mean. Oh yeah, like... yeah. There's some expressions she makes though that, um, reminds me of the one actor now, not not actress, but hmm. an Umbrella Academy. Um, oh really? Which. Which uh, character? The one that plays the violin. She was Juno. Did you ever watch Juno? Elliot. Yeah, Page. it's a he now. Yeah. Yeah, I guess I could see a little bit of. There's something about her jaw Elliot structure or something. Yeah, yeah, <clears throat> yeah. She's. Yeah, I could see that. But but I I could actually say she looks like a cross between. Elliot Page and uh, and Jennifer Lawrence because I see yeah, that I see it. I looked her up. Especially, especially the Jennifer Lawrence that Jennifer Lawrence has really gotten thin in the face lately. But uh, like if you're if you're watching those those movies where with the trilogy of the Teenage Hunt, you know they're they're in a lottery. I forget what they're called. No, oh, the Hunger Games. Yeah, I I, I see that. I yeah. see her look yeah. like that. Because she's you know, young. She's actually Portuguese, the actress. Actress, yeah. I looked her up. And... But they they introduced some of the uh, other. Well, Ariel, the the warrior nun in the comic book, she was the original warrior nun. Right, they in did, the it, the past. In one of the episodes, they yeah they right. talk about her. But they have. Man, did I? I got super excited when they had the character Mary, and then she said something about a shotgun. So I'm like, oh shit! Yeah, Mary. it's fucking shotgun Mary. <laughs> so that's what I was gonna say is they have shotgun Mary. I got so and the, excited. <laughs> the second season introduces the other uh, warrior nun that was in the the one that Pat Shan wrote. Oh, Dora. Dora, yeah. So like you you have like this legacy of warrior nuns. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. Um, Man, I got so excited when I when I saw found out she was Shotgun Mary. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Shotgun Mary. And then she used her shotguns in episode two. <laughs> yeah, and it's 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 got like uh, I don't know if you've been introduced to the main priest guy, but. Um, the one that kind of leads the warrior yeah, nuns. Yeah, he was there from the start. He he he's pretty interesting. The evolution of that character, and also the evolution of the Pope, or or the character. The head Vatican that, guy. Yeah, the head yeah. Vatican guy. Yeah. So. Yeah, um, it's it's really well done, and I I haven't really read a lot of the warrior nun stuff, so it makes me want to read it though. Yeah, I hope I hope Ben Dunn got some cash for this. I think uh, the Silverline guys are are um, interviewing him today. Ben Dunn. Oh yeah, I did see that. Yeah. There was gonna be a. Yeah, it was gonna be on some show. Yeah, Roland Man. But uh, that's interesting. I watched. Uh, the menu that at the theaters. Okay. The that was an interesting fucking movie, man. Uh, 
one of those movies that you can't really predict what it is until you you see it. We Barb and I loved it. We thought it was great. Um, cool. I don't want to say much more about it other than it involves cooking. It uh, that's uh, loosely involved. Well, it involves a chef like uh, Chef Ramsay, who has a real prestigious restaurant on an island somewhere. And all the rich people go to. And I'm not going to tell you what it is, but I will say that it's sort of a dark horror. I, Barb says comedy, but I don't think there's anything funny in it. <laughs> so a dark comedy. Well, it's I I I didn't laugh. Did I laugh? What did I laugh at? I don't remember laughing. It's dark, but I don't remember it being funny. Like War of the Roses, I could see calling a dark comedy. But this was just dark, in my opinion. But I, I, I highly recommend it. It's it's a I don't know if you've heard about it or seen the preview or anything, but it was the theater. Existence, yeah. I saw Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. I I think they did an absolutely fantastic job, um, with people that grew up with holiday shows like the 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 yearly Christmas shows. Like Mm -hmm. it felt like putting on an old glove and doing it with with the Guardians of the Galaxy characters. It even some of those some of those uh old holiday specials opened up with an animation and then they went into live action and then they closed with an animation and this did that. So cool. it was pretty awesome. I, I I liked it a lot. I thought that was really good. Um I know I watched something else, but I can't really think. Oh, I watched, uh, there's a couple things I want to point out because I absolutely loved it. And it sent me down a rabbit hole Mm. of where I'm at now and watching TV and and, and reading comics for that matter. But um, it was uh, The Lost Pirate Kingdom. And it's a documentary about pirates. And I loved it so much that I went and I started reading Annie Bonnie. I started reading EC's Pirates. I started uh, watching yeah, I saw that you were The Black Sail. Um, I'm actually like fascinated with the genre now because this documentary, it was I would say it's one of those documentaries that has the actors play the parts and stuff. And the actors that play the parts are just so awesome. Like, they're just so good. I, I, I really love this thing. It was so good. It got me down a rabbit hole. I'm watching Black Sails now. I finished Warrior Nun Season 2. That was my exercise movie. Was that, oh, is that Netflix? Yeah, The Lost Pirate Kingdom. I'd highly recommend it. Once you get past that first issue, you, you learn about all the politics behind it. 
like it was very political driven and all of the the guys that used to support Spain and uh England that were on the ships lost their jobs during after the war, you know, the the Spanish and English war and they were broke and they were starving and they sort of became there was an island Nassau and they sort of became their they started stealing from the Spanish and uh, it shows you like the first pirates and you, you meet the very famous ones like Blackbeard. You learn how smart he was, like incredibly well-read, intelligent. And then he became sort of nuts towards the end because of uh, syphilis. And mm. they, did you know what they used to do for syphilis? No. It's crazy. They used to take mercury in a syringe and inject it into your penis. <laughs> mercury. Mercury in the dick. Yeah, it, it's fucking nuts. But you learn about all this. You learn about Annie Bonnie. But man, the boners you would get after that. Anne Bonnie. I call her Annie, but she's not Anne. She'd probably kill me with a sword if I called her Annie. Anne Bonnie. And you learned about all these different pirates there's one that's extremely violent and uh some of them were actually like own land and stuff and they just they just became hungry for money and there was a huge shipwreck that drove all of this like there was a spanish uh, armada of ships that a hurricane hit and sunk all these ships, and there was all this gold, and it, it, it was, it's it's crazy. You'll 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 love it. it if you like pirate, if you even like pirates a little bit, you'll dig this because it just it documents it all. And then you like you want to do your own research. You want to go see how all this happened and read all the comics that that pertain to it. And it, it was really good. I highly recommend it. I finished uh, 47 Ronin, Blades of 47 Ronin. We started watching Good Doctor again. But that's that's about it. There was a couple other things I watched while we were on vacation, but I can't remember what they were. I, I watched some movie with Mark, and I don't remember what it was. Oh, I watched All Quiet on the Western Front. The Netflix, the new, the new version. Okay. Um, it was really well done. World War One. So now I've watched all three versions of it. I watched the black and white. I've watched the Ernest Borgnine and John Boy Walton version, and then this version, and I've read the book. So it's one of those things where <laughs> I actually have seen all the media movies and actually read the source material and it's told through the eyes of uh, German soldiers too so it's a little interesting in that retrospect because most war movies you see are from the American or English side mm -hmm. um, the allies rather than the instigator but um, I think that's about it I started watching Black Sail on Hulu. That's another uh, pirate. That's my new exercise. Uh, that was originated on Stars, but for some reason Hulu has it now. I don't know how. 
I have <laughs> stars, but yeah. uh, I don't have stars streaming. It doesn't work like HBO Max. Oh, they don't so give it to I, you. I think I, I think they they have stars on demand, but it's not. It's a little slightly different than. It's where you go on to your DirecTV satellite and say, I want to watch Black Sails, and then you download the episodes directly to your DVR. It's hmm. not like streaming it. Yeah. That's weird. Yeah. So I'm watching it on Hulu now. Oh, I, I, I read the entire story of A Man Nomungi, which is uh, an image comic, because that was... Uh, an Anne Bonnie story. Yeah, I think I have some issues. That has that uh, Calico Jack Rackham, who comes in there um, very late in the game. Uh, when Calico Jack came, the, they were in trouble. That's that's when uh, the Eastern powers were like, let's let's go hunt the pirates. Let's go. Uh, mm-hmm. Let's destroy them. Let's stop them. It, it's time to stop that shit. <laughs> but uh yeah it's good stuff i think that's all i had do you have any ideas what to cover on the next episode uh... we could go to horror comics again uh... we could jump to that yeah well that was <laughs> my i remember i think of the last time we recorded you were like you're going to get a bunch of Antarctic books. Man, I was not anticipating the number of Antarctic books that were in that month's shipment. Yeah. I think I got like 12 books. <laughs> it was like so many books. Like how do they like, how do they get so behind and then just dump them all? To dump them all. Like, Holy shit. There's so it's probably many. a bad idea for an LCS. Cause you, I know, you know the how, stores it's, it's like awful. It. Yeah. <laughs> It's okay for us because we already pre-ordered it, and you just, pff, I got it all. Yeah, it doesn't matter to it me. It doesn't yeah. matter, yeah. So let's let's go with uh, Jungle Comics uh, 13 and 14. Jungle or horror? I mean horror comics. Okay. We can do a jungle, too. You know what I want to read? I don't know if you have this around or on hand, but uh, Offworld, did you ever get that from Antarctic? It sounds familiar, and I believe it's there. That's an older one. Yeah, it was like a six-issue. That would be in my first storage unit. Mini or something. I'm looking it up right now. Wow, that's interesting. Wow, that's really interesting. What's interesting? I don't have number one. I have number, <laughs> number two, four, and six. That's weird. <laughs> you only wanted the even numbered issue. But let me let me do another check on that and uh go to my uh DCBS real quick. Yeah, but but I don't mind uh buying the digital to to read it with you because uh if I don't have it, I don't I want to get used to this anyway. Uh let's yeah. see accounts order history and this is one that I'd probably want to read. Just, I don't mind mixing and matching digital with physical. Off-world. It's all one word, right? I or don't is know. It, if I could spell world. Off-world. Nope. It's off-world. It's two words. 
Or worlds? I don't know. Off worlds? I don't know. I think it I says, have it around. Where is it? Where? Off world. It says one word, but I'm not finding it at all. That's odd. Off. Let me search for off. <laughs> I thought I had it around, but I can't find it. Off world. Oh, that's weird. It's a sci. It's listed as sci-fi double feature. Yeah, it's a flip book. So it says I have number one, and I have I don't have five, and it says I have seven. So I'm gonna mark them as I have them. So I'm only missing issue five. So I should be able to find it. Off-world number one. Let's do the first couple. Okay, you have the whole series, huh? Yeah, I got those. One through what? Two, three, or four? What do you want to do? Okay, first couple. Two? Sure. Did you get the new Namer series? No more? I don't think so. Okay. I want to read that. Well, I guess uh, let me know if you want to add something, but I, I don't have any, I, I didn't have time to. Uh... Well, I guess I did get it. Sorry, I lied. Also, let's let's talk, <laughs> let's talk about Namor, Namor, the new series. Uh, what else do we want to do? Let me look through this order. Is there anything in There's Aftershock in... or Xenoscope or? Oh, yeah. No. Well, uh, look, 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 and then uh, send me an IM on what you think, and I'll do the same if I come across okay. any anything. Yeah, I know I. I have a lot of ideas, but uh, I don't have any with me right now. <laughs> All right. Okay. Um, I think we could wrap this up. You've been listening to Geek Brunch uh, with Bill and Mike. You can reach Bill at Bill at comicbooknoise.com and me at Mike at – no, what am I saying? Is that right? Mike at comicbooknoise? <laughs> yes, comicbooknoise.com. Dot com. Is that our email? That is our email. Okay. And Twitter, it's at Mike Myers Brunch and at DBM00. And you can find us at Geek Brunch Podcast on Facebook and also at geekbrunchpodcast.com. And uh, leave an iTunes review. Let's see if we can yeah. have one from that's one not dated 1996. <laughs> <laughs> if Rob Liefeld can get like. 500 reviews why can't we get one huh come I don't on know. we're not we're not rob liefeld i guess yeah we didn't we make gotta say some controversial stuff i think we did uh with the manga it's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, possible it <laughs> piss off a lot of people <laughs> well i i i, I will uh, say i'm doing it from very limited like 
just what I'm exposed to. Like yeah, I haven't, I haven't exposed to a lot, but when I'm exposed to it, it's like juvenile uh, horniness. <laughs> I don't know why I feel that way, but it's it just. Oh, it's absolutely the case. Yeah. It, it it seems like it's like not adult sexual stuff. It's more like teenage sexual stuff. Mm-hmm. But oh well. Uh, I'll, I'll I'll probably find. Hey, if you have a manga that's not juvenile, let me know. And if it falls in a horror or a post-apocalyptic theme stuff, I'd be interested um, in checking out. All right, I'll see you. All right. Talk to you soon, and uh, all right. Have a good one. You too. Bye. Bye.